It's a PlayStation Collector's Podcast. PlayStation Collector's Podcast. PlayStation Collector's Podcast. Welcome to the show. It's a PlayStation Collector's Podcast. PlayStation Collector's Podcast. PlayStation Collector's Podcast. Welcome to the show. We got Dixie's Well, we're gonna talk some smack. Should I buy this game? We don't buy that. Got special guest games and these two. What's up, Pixie? How much yourself, Will? How's it going? I'm doing good. How are you doing? What's uh, what have you been up to this past week since we saw you last? Uh, I've been playing lots of Stardew Valley. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you bring up that farming game. This morning, uh, I I started uh, tilling my. Um, I got a little ten by foot, ten by ten patch in the patio of dirt, and I just been. I'm. It's fucking hard work being a farmer. I'm gonna. Have you got I'm gonna... sprouts in there yet? No, uh, I, I got the I got the sunflowers. I planted those last week in a different little patch. Uh, the I think I might put in grass. I don't know yet. Uh, my girlfriend says no. I'm, I'm I'm still on the fence about it. Maybe I'll just do more flowers. Who knows? But uh, yeah, that's what I've been doing farming <laughs> for real. Ah. And oh, and in Stardew Valley, unfortunately. But <laughs> We've got him hooked, guys. He's yeah. hooked. Hooked, uh, <laughs> <Lime and> sinker. <laughs> <nah>. <laughs> It's so been a heap of fun, honestly, playing multiplayer. Yeah, we, we gotta, you got to fucking stream that shit. Let the people see and hear the bullshit we talk. It's a good time. Uh, so, Pixie, tell me, uh, who do we have on today? So, we are episode number 45 of the PlayStation Collectors Podcast. And tonight, we have Finn Ravens on the show. Now, Finn is a full-set North American PS2 collector, and he is also going for all the variants for the PS2, which is quite an incredible task. So please welcome Finn to the show, guys. Hey, Hi, Finn, boy. how's it going? Hey. So, thanks for having me, Pixie and Will. This will be a fun one, I think. <laughs> the production value is through the roof on this program. Finn, how um, are you, how are you doing? It's not a green screen, by the way. Um, <laughs> it looks amazing. Um, thank you. Absolutely fantastic. Yeah, I probably spent about a lighting today, uh, lighting today, about an hour today doing the lighting and everything. So I'm um, trying to minimize the glare. The right hand corner has a little bit of a glare, but uh, you can see most of it. So <laughs> I'm happy with how it turned it out. Looks, it looks great. Uh, all, all, all the good stuff gets talked about before uh, before we come on the show. And I was just telling Finn, this is one of the uh, prettiest backdrops we've ever had to anybody. So uh, nice flex, but it looks great. <laughs> <laughs> I don't try to flex anymore. <laughs> I don't feel oh, man. Oh, I love flexing my games. It's one of the, it's, oh, well, the minute hello, I the minute Mr. I get... Fancy Pants. <laughs> the minute I get a game, I'll freaking take a picture. Look at what I got. Look at what I got. Okay, maybe and I do it still. And then I just fucking <laughs> nom, 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 eat up all the likes. I love that shit. <laughs> but at any rate, it's one thing showing it to you, friends, but showing it to other collectors who appreciate it's another thing. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, Finn, so, tell us about yourself and tell us about your collection. So, I am a NTSC or North American uh, PlayStation 2 collector. I 
received my first PS2 system back in actually 2005, so relatively late. Um, it was a Christmas gift, and the first game I actually got for the console was Need for Speed Most Wanted, which I actually have playing on the lower CRT in the background right now. Um, I started collecting for PlayStation 2 very, very heavily, probably around 2018. At that point, I think I had maybe 150-ish PS2 games, and I said, oh, let me do a challenge. <laughs> And here we are, 2023, I have the full set. So <laughs> I finished the set, what was it, sometime last year? I think around August? Yeah, I believe it was last year, around August. Maybe a little sooner than that. So Just last year, huh? That was a lot of dedication. I mean, there was... I lived on eBay. But just mostly <laughs> research. When, uh, when, when, uh, when COVID hit and shit started going... Uh, what uh how many games were left to get for you um well that would have been what it hits mid or early 2019 um i think i was i was probably at that halfway mark and uh games weren't quite spiking for the ps2 as, as much as they were for other consoles um I, I did notice an increase but i mean even even today's market it's it's pretty outrageous for for any kind of games for any console it's there's a lot I've, I've, and I've when said, you say um, full set, you've got a full black label set, and I'm assuming it's all complete as well. Right. So what's basically behind me is I took out the variants, and actually, if you look on the far left-hand side, I have a secondary room for all of my greatest hits, box sets, and black label variants. I have almost a complete shelf of what you see basically behind me of nothing but black label variants. So there's almost 500 of those that I at least know of and currently have. I'm probably missing about 150 of them, if I'm being honest still. There's so many. Um, behind me, so the full black label uh, non-variant library, the, the main first print, um, there are 1,818 PlayStation 2 games. Um, if you're not including the four that were only released in Greatest Hits. And then uh, the top of, trying to figure if this is left or right, <laughs> um, that way. So above those two shelves are all of the trilogy and double packs. And then on the other, the other two shelves, basically that's kind of what spilled over like the, the Y's and Z's of the, the main PS2 library. Yeah. I've said it before. Uh, each console will reach a perfect age in mm -hmm. the perfect spot of when, when shit starts shooting up, everybody starts chasing it. People who were having nostalgia for it hit that age and they got, disposable income and uh ps2 Absolutely. is a smack dab in the middle of that shit right now i if i had what i had in 2018 like 150 ish games there's no way i would be out of my mind trying to go for a full set right now <laughs> i couldn't do it so I, tell me what was the last game what was the final nail in the coffin for the uh the black label set oh <laughs> God, there was yeah. like five of them that eluded me for a while um did they all come at the same time or no they were was probably paying double their double triple their value um just trying to find them because they're just the ones that the, the last 10 or 15 i was missing they just weren't even available regardless yeah, I, of price I know that, that, that was that was my issue um i know fifa 13 was one of the last 25 i got um fifa 14 was actually a little bit easier to get um let's see if i have my old list 
I can I can agree with that. I've got FIFA 14 and I'm missing FIFA 13 <laughs> for PS2. Yeah. Um... That reminds me. Uh, there was a uh, there was a, an episode of the quiz that I lost, and I said FIFA 14. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I messaged you right after too. I was like, well, oh. I actually went back and checked, and it was actually Joe who answered incorrectly. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> so Joe was the one who lost the point. I wait. Either way, uh, I, 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 I won. It's me. Thank you, Finn. Uh, Finn, Finn, Finn messaged me. Uh, you got that wrong, man. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, no, I never, I never found a fourteen. I uh, when oh, I, um, when I was in the thick of my PS2 collecting, that's where I first uh, met Finn. Well, you know, as as much as you can on Facebook and online and through chats. Uh, and uh, no, and that one, that one never, uh, that never came into my. Uh, I never found it. I, I I'm not one to, to hunt very much on uh, eBay back then. Most of my shit was found in the wild, which, uh, which I was very proud of that fact. But uh, do you? Where do you hunt when you were primarily looking for them? So I was fortunate to be able to um, get into the hobby kind of like in the in-depth that I did. I did have a traveling job. So that was probably the crown jewel of being actually able to do that. I would have paid a fortune more if, it, if I had to buy you know, all of my eBay or Macari or, or any kind of online services. So I was pretty much just going from state to state as I worked. And it kind of allowed me to go to different game stores on my lunch or after hours. Um, it worked out really well. So pawn shops, uh, Goodwills, everything, store, everything. Uh, back in, I stopped going to like thrift stores, probably t- 2020. They were just overshopped. It, it almost felt like a waste of time after a while, especially Goodwills, like Goodwills today. You'd have to go in morning and then night twice a day to even try to find anything. It's just, it just walks too quickly. Um, game stores are really good. Pawn shops are a little bit better. I remember when um, when I traveled quite a bit into Michigan, the, the northern like Detroit area. It's heaven if you love pawn shops, and I did relatively well out there as well. I even went to Texas for some game huntings. Um, did did well out there as well. Got to go to uh, Dallas. Went down to Austin. Um, pretty much all all across the state and it it definitely helps because if if you can only let's say drive for about an hour out of your like comfort zone or just just home area distance you overshop that yourself for what you need you definitely need a if you if you can't travel maybe make friends in different states just give them five games to look out for whenever they go shopping that that's a huge thing um yeah, Pixie's the king of uh, uh, networking. <laughs> Walker's got shit from there. Key, uh, uh, net- networking is so right crucial when you're uh, trying to go for any, I think it's almost any kind of library. There's Goodwill. a point um, in what you said, Finn, how your area will be oversaturated in the games mm-hmm. that you need, but then there'll be another <laughs> point to that, that there'll be games in your area that other people will need because they can't find them so you know you can always pick them games up and trade them with someone who can do the buddy system games that works out really well oh um i I am remembering now one of the last five games i needed and there's probably a few on ebay now it's it's probably not as um hard to find as it was just 
that, I guess that week or whatnot. Um, Digimon Rumble Arena 2, I believe. Yep. You should have hit me up. I had that one at one point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one, God, I, I think price charting probably had it at like 80, 90 bucks at the time that I needed it. I think I paid 150, 144, something Jesus. like almost, almost double for it. Just, I mean, when you're five away, you want to complete the set. You're, you're getting really excited I, I, now. I haven't paid for the last game in my set. I you're paid $180. It's now going on eBay for like 100 So it is what it is. Um, I, I mean, see. I did box sets videos. I have, I'm missing a few box sets. One of them is kind of a more common one. It's uh, one of the Grow Lancers Generations Deluxe Edition box. Has the, the pin, watch. Yeah, as I said, go over the watch in it. Yeah, I, I overlooked that one for many, many years. Now it's four hundred dollars plus. I, <laughs> I just don't want to. You know what I mean? It, it's available, but uh, you got it, to. It's, it's one of those now that I will get when I'm ready to pull the trigger on it. <laughs> it's available. Yeah, it's just four hundred dollars. Not today, Satan. <laughs> Finn, you gotta, you got a big, you gotta have a big giant trade pile of shit, don't you? Or I do, yeah. I could probably actually ask someone for that. I mean, I got a whole, actually, I have probably what I have on eBay is probably one of those four shelves equivalent, uh, mostly PS2, some PSP stuff, Vita, PS4. So um, actually got quite a bit of rare stuff um, coming up for sale. Like um, I have two of these. Oh. And the game inside is sealed. This is the really, I don't even know what to call it. It's, I think this was it, a Mexico exclusive for, yeah, I think, for a while. So, I, I I proudly still have a full PS2 SingStar set. I can say that <laughs> with pride. And SingStar Latino was one of the hardest ones to find for me as well. I uh, where did I get it? It was um, GameFly. I got it off GameFly. It, they sent it. It was just a disc. I uh, I uh, I sourced a uh, reproduction cover, and uh, it sits downstairs. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's funny how with the PlayStation Two, actually with most a lot of systems, some of the rarest games are just under the radar. They're they're ignored. You know, nobody cares about them. But and meanwhile, you got something as common as a uh, Rule of Rose on PS Two, which is readily available if your pocket's deep enough. But uh, you got uh, rarities like uh, you got that darts game, that stupid ass darts oh, game, PDC uh, World Championship darts. It's it's funny how that works. It's a, a lot of times it's. Um, what is it? A popular game gets gets expensive due to popularity, and you don't even realize there's some very uncommon games that are just actually rare. And it's, yeah. it, it might be a crap game, like you know, a sports title or, or something odd, like like the PDC um, yeah. darts game. It's just just kind of happens. And I realized that when I was getting really close to finishing the set, I was like, oh, I know what actual scarcity means, not rarity, right. yeah, um, it's, it's or a popular expensive game, you know, like Dragon Ball Z, uh, Budokai Tenkai G3, for yeah. example, that one's $200 now. Jesus. Um, I've had that thing come in and out of my collection so many it, times. Oh yeah. Did that one get a greatest hits release? Yeah, it got a greatest hits release. Uh, there's at least 500,000 black label copies out there. <laughs> yeah. So it's not, it's 600,000, I believe for PS2, um, for it to be qualified for a greatest hits release, it'd be 600,000 or more. This is um North American, by the way. I don't know yeah. for platinum hits is PS2, right? For you guys, I thought, for, it, I thought it was 500 for for um, I'd have to double check. That. I, I think it's numbers. I think it's 600,000, and then PS2 for or PS1 for us for greatest hits. I think it was 400,000. 
So regardless, like that's that's me on that, copies but, out yeah. there on the market. Like, but I mean, that's that's a lot of copies for a single game. Yeah, and but you know, this with with DBZ Budokai Tenkaichi Three, mm-hmm. it's a good game. It's fucking like it's, it's really fun. It's the I, pinnacle uh, of a fucking Dragon Ball games, and you know Dragon Ball is fucking a juggernaut of a yeah. of a what, what would I call it? Not series, but you know what I mean. It's a really great fight. Hoping with I the mean, announcement oh. of the new one that the price might actually um, come. <laughs> and you know what? Speaking of uh, sort of on Tenkaichi Three. People ignore Ultimate Tenkaichi on PS3. Is that con- it, it's not Budokai Tenkaichi, but it's an Ultimate Tenkaichi. Is it a Tenkaichi game? Is it four? Is the new one going to be five? I don't know. Uh, it's sitting on my collection. I'm just trying to boost the price of my own shit. So uh, I think you made a really good point with Rule of Rose. I think you could go back in history, and there wouldn't have been a point in time where you couldn't have found Rule of Rose on eBay. Always on eBay. There's always 10, 15 copies for like you know. Well, like, kind of how rule of rose is in the same bracket as uh kuan you know rule of rose being the second rarest for north america and kuan being the first as far as actually expensive well most um, expensive not rarest i yeah, mean no, i wouldn't say rare yeah 2008 2009 when i bought my copy of kuan it still has a 12.99 GameStop sticker on it i paid 13 bucks for it like it's what 1500 dollars now i mean i've seen them go from 750 over the last month to like 1500 like it's just a wild range and i'm like why there's like 15 or 20 of them listed on ebay at any given time it's like that's a crazy range <laughs> well it, it it's got it's got a bit of notoriety to it you know I mean, well, it does, not, yeah. not to mention the uh it's actually a really good game i don't know if you guys have played it i enjoyed it it's creepy it's very creepy it's well done i thought it's, I thought it's weird it's got oh, that, it is. yeah it's got that japanese horror it, number one it's, it's horror and, and you know it, yeah and every every trendy motherfucking uh, collector is like, oh, what's your favorite kind of game? Oh, I love horror games. Yeah, fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> you just fucking jumping on the goddamn bandwagon. Go for I horror games. You'll never hear me say my favorite game is horror games. It's yeah. not. It's just not for me. But uh, it's trendy, and it's cool to say you are. But uh, yeah, that's one of the reasons why Roller Rose, Kuan. What's the other one? What are the other top uh, haunting ground and? Yep. Uh, Blood will tell. Blood will uh, tell. Dot no, hack quarantine is the the fourth in the series. That's a heavier, heavy one. Yeah, so. blood, blood will tell is it's a hack and slash really, but it's got it's it's I wouldn't call it horror at all. But no, the top oh, three you, are you horror. Um, the top set, three are horror: Haunting Ground, Kuan, yeah. Roll Rose. Samuel Hill Shattered Memories is like four hundred bucks now, so it's, it's probably yeah, fourth. yeah. You could put that in there. So easily. that's that's up there. The PAL version is just as expensive. Too. Is it wow? And yeah, you know, something I'm, like um, Hoarding Grounds, you can pick up a cheaper power coffee. I did notice a year or two after COVID, like 2020, um, PAL games were so cheap. And because of how expensive American games got, we we like really <laughs> elevated the PAL price, prices of games. It it's all like rolls we, downhill. Yeah, we, we, we pulled up that market. It's, it's kind of unfortunate. You some know, some games, games, but then if you look at games like Castlevania, Sympathy of the Night, the PAL coffee is 500 bucks. Wow. You can get an American copy for like 150. Yeah. There are a lot of disparities. Um, it doesn't. You don't see correlations until you really look at like the PS3 and PS4 until you get the region free systems. Mm-hmm. When it's region locked, a lot of people like to stick to their own systems. It's easier that way. I get that. It makes sense too. Like you know, I've well, got North American um, PS3 games. I can play them. <laughs> if I want to play my North American PS2 games. You know, I have to get a certain console set up. I gotta. I gotta get 
um, attachments for the plugs because even the plugs aren't going to plug into my wall here. Oh, that's right. You guys have that. Uh, you guys are like 20, 20 volts or something or uh, 220 volts. Yeah. So, and when they've it, got the triangle things. And yeah. The like, you don't even think about these things, you know. When it comes to, okay, okay, let's see. Here in America, you got a PAL console, you got all the freaking hookups for the wall. Uh, will it work on an NTSC uh, tube television? That I'm is a question because so. I know because um, we're like 60 hertz and it's or like 59 hertz and you guys are I think 50 hertz. Yeah, we, we, we were today. Today we're not because yeah, well, yeah, it's yeah. Annoying, you know. well, Pal, Pal and NTSC. No, I mean it's 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 a TV format and uh, yeah, 50 hertz versus 60 hertz. Ours ours are full 60 frames per second. You guys are got stuck with 50 frames per second, which is why everybody took a shit when they put out the PS2 Classic. And it was full of PS2 uh, or PS1 classic, and it was full of PAL games. What the fuck is this? We're missing 10 frames per second, you fuckers. But uh, I don't, will it work though? That's my question. I don't know. I've never, I've never encountered a PAL TV. I've never had a PAL PS2 and plugged it into a uh, NTSC TV. I don't know. I'm pretty sure it would work. Um, as long as the power is correct, you should be fine. Yeah, if anyone I was in the comments playing... knows. Burnout Domination the other day, and when I loaded it up, it had an interesting option. I was playing the PAL version, and it had me select 50 hertz or 60 hertz. And if you click the 60 hertz, you then have to confirm on the next screen, and you have to be able to see that screen to confirm. <laughs> That's a nice little touch to a game. From it can, yeah, it confirms. That's good. Finn, do you uh, you got you got the giant PS2 set? Um, oh, do you have any PS1, or do you chase any PS1? Any interest in PS1 or PS3 um, for that matter? So I don't really. Um, I got rid of quite a bit of my PS3 stuff and some of my PS4 stuff. The stuff that the the wife and I just didn't want to play. Um, I probably have 125, 150 titles or something for PS3. Maybe three, four hundred PS4 games, which are upstairs. Um, PS1, sadly, I sold. About 250 of my PS1 games months before COVID hit. <laughs> I do regret that. Um, a game that the wife and I were talking about today, kind of earlier this morning, is uh, getting Wild Arms, the first one. Since I have yeah. all of them on PS2, she wants to really get into some of uh, the classic RPGs. And I, I, I had all of them. Uh, <laughs> don't sell your games. Is my best advice. It's just, you're going to buy them again. I mean, how many times did I trade in a game as a kid and want it two years later happens every other year i mean how many times have we, have, we can all admit to that it's, it's yeah. especially would, in games where you've got you know two three and four on ps2 but you're yeah. missing number one and it was on ps1 it's kind of like well if i want to play them i want to go back and play the first one like uh Sukoden, or i think yeah, some people call it Su- Sukoden. um uh, like Sukoden. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. All right. Carry on. <laughs> All righty. <laughs> um, the second one is just godly like expensive now. It's like uh, I had them all. Don't don't sell your games is my best advice if you uh, want to be a collector. I do have quite a bit of PS1 games. I don't really showcase those too often. Um, I actually have a CD, um, a CD rack that was kind of designed for CDs. I think it's called a power tower and it holds 100 CDs which conveniently fits the jewel cases for the PS1 games perfectly. And it's motorized, so it actually spins almost on a rotisserie. I've been looking for another one of those. Unfortunately, the only brand that I was able to ever find that was made, I think it's a Brookstone. 
was recalled because of the um i think one of the motors was a fire hazard or something and well, shoot up some little girl's hair or that, you know. <laughs> i took mine apart and resoldered the joints because uh two of the soldering points were very close together that's probably created a short after a while and well there's your fire so didn't want that to happen in my household <laughs> yeah i I'm, I'm i'm flirting with the ps2 uh just recently i i re uh situated my shelves and uh I pulled some PS2 games that I had left from my collection off of the B shelf. The B shelf is in the back. Okay. To my kid, to my kids' room with all the Nintendo games, <laughs> and uh, I put them. I put them into my collection front and forward, and I'm missing, missing about that many games. So oh. just to fill in the shelf. So I'm gonna get that many PS2 games, I think, and then call it a day. So it's just a matter of uh, which games to get. Finn, uh, AJ would like to know what uh, was a common title that you had a lot of issues tracking down? Um, PDC World Championship Darts, which we kind of went over earlier, was one of them. It's pretty big. Uh, before, I, I think I was even the one that accidentally shed light on that. Oh, you totally did. Whoops. Yeah. Um, I, uh... At this point, I mean, I, I've admitted my faults in the past with Cake Mania. That was also another one that was really hard for me to find. And then when I shed light to it, I started buying a ton of copies of it. I shouldn't have did that. <laughs> yeah. That was another one. Um, the darts game. I don't know why that one. I thought that was a pal exclusive for the longest. Yeah, you think of the Brit. The Brits are really big in the darts. Dude, I just found that one. Like yeah, I, I found a copy of the $2 over here. Yeah. It's a cheap, cheap and common game. I didn't even think anything of it. Dude, then, I. I Look, I, I, let me interrupt. I got a story about PDC darts. Uh, I found a copy about a month ago, maybe a month or two back. Uh, I made, I made, uh, I made a twenty dollars offer on it. It was some old lady out you know, over there, and uh, you know, old ladies are the best place yeah. to get games from. And uh, oh, I you was, want this DVD? <laughs> and 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 in my in me and my dumbass, I was like, I, I was like, uh, I, I was a. Uh, I was boasting to all my friends. I was bragging. Oh, look what I got! I'm gonna go hook pick this up. I'm gonna, and I started sending pictures. I sent them pictures of the price shot, uh, a screenshot from price charting. And in my dumb acidness, I accidentally sent the, the the screenshot to the little old lady as well of the price charting <laughs> with the full price. On oh, it. Lord. I'm done. Yeah, she she and, and uh, she gave it to me anyway. So <laughs> that's nice, dear. Nice to know how much money you're making. <laughs> So yeah, I went over there. I picked that game up. I was like, yeah, that thing was in beautiful shape. The, the old, the, the Japanese and little old ladies have the, yeah. the shit in the best condition because they, they they only keep the games there. So when their little grandkids come down to visit for the summer, they can play with them. But uh, <laughs> I just want to give a quick shout out to someone in chat. Uh, shout out to Sean Bentley for um, 50 months in a row subscribed on Twitch. That's absolutely amazing, Sean. Really appreciate it, man. I hope you're doing well. Don't, what are you doing, man? I love that. <laughs> Here, let's do it together, Fixing. <laughs> oh, it's, it's of- yeah, fuck yeah. that. I'm not, I was only kidding, dude. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, mean, I, I think um, that what's more impressive than your complete set is actually all the variants that you're going for. Um, the dedication those, to find those variants is in particular. Those are fun. I will tell you, I... I on my channel, there was uh, one that I released kind of like recently. Oh, hold on, let me. So there's one I released kind of like recently. Let me get the glare out of the way. So this is God of War, the black label. I'm trying to, you could see uh, right here, there's the Dolby call out. Other one does not have it. If I can get the glare out of the way. 
So one had a audio enhancement, second release that nobody ever talks about. Everything else is the same. UPC is the same. The disc, if you swap the disc inside the cases, you would not know or be able to tell which one had the audio upgrade. So um, little things like that, I consider variants. And it's, I think I, I found that accidentally. Um, something like that with an audio enhancement from Dolby, you need at least a, like a 5.1 surround sound system to even benefit from that. It's, it's so minimalistic. It's just kind of one of those things that I found after variant hunting or, or just trying to find something else um, on, on my needs list. So when did variants, you decide, when did you decide to go for the variants? Well, I needed something to do after I finished the main PS2 library. I was like, do I go for PS3? Do I uh, go for PS4? Do I just stop? I stayed collecting variants for about six months yeah. and I'm like, no, nah, I'm going out of the systems. This is getting boring. <laughs> I wanted to go hard for everything PS2 wise. Like, let me have one of everything. I can showcase it to collectors, people that want to collect in the future. I can, you know, try to educate them. And I didn't get where I was by just doing all the research myself. I mean, I've had people that were collecting since day one. And I started collecting pretty late, 2018. There was a lot that I, I've had information on from friends that I would not have even known of today without their help. There's just no information on it. Um, another one, I guess, for example... Uh, the God, this one that I posted about the exclusive oh, the AB Games exclusive. Yeah. Is yeah. that Canadian cover that one? Um, I don't believe so. Did we have EB Games here in the U.S.? We did, yes. Oh wow! Yeah, okay. they were. Um, EB Games was bought out by GameStop back in two thousand. Oh, I just researched that. I think it was like two thousand five. Um. So what's odd about this is this was a gift to the manager to uh, EB Games managers. So each of the EB Games stores would have received one copy, and I don't even think they were given it directly to the store. I think it was like a conference meeting. And as you can see, there's no or no UPC. It's just blank. That's cool, man. But if you open this up, it, the the manual is a normal manual for the game, um, and so is the disc. So it, it does say preview copy. In the logo of EB Games, but it's the full release. This was definitely a, like an early print run for the game. And it was kind of like one of those that I was like, um, I saw this on eBay and I kind of had to immediately buy it because that, that's, that's one of those that would instantly sell. And was I've been looking for it for four or five years. I, I saw a, um, what was it, like a Reddit post about it. And then my friend said it does exist. He didn't have it. I, I thought he was pulling my leg. I always thought that was like kind of a fan-made cover art. It's like, no, do my research. I have another buddy of mine that I talk I talked to. He worked at a EB Games, and then another buddy of mine that works at a you know GameStop as a manager. And um, yeah, he he remembers getting gifted one of those. Was the in... uh, oh, that's awesome. What, was the seller aware on the eBay seller? Did he, did he know what he had, or he's just whatever? It's a Turok game. I paid 500 bucks for it. Jesus <laughs> yeah, Christ. It was, you know uh, what he had. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, well, I mean, he, even in the even in the, the, the listing, he said, you know, I've not seen one of these for 10 years. I feel like this is a fair price. I was able to talk him down to 300, you know, going back and forth pretty quickly. So I, I must have saw it early. 
because I didn't see anyone favorite it or anything, you know, how, how eBay works with or watchers. Um, I, I think, I feel like I got lucky with it. It's one of those that I just kind of have to have, especially if I'm going for variants. If yeah, there's wanted... something I wanted to ask you about with PS2 collecting, um, I'm sure you're aware that a lot of PS2 games have reprints where the cover might be exactly the same, but the game's been reprinted. Do you class that as a variant? Do you mean like on the software level? Um, no, I'm just talking like games that were printed, say, 2004 being reprinted recently because that, that's been happening. Oh, um didn't Fatal Frame get a huge reprint, I believe? Yeah, yeah was, there was, was there's been a ton of recent okay. RPGs, horror games. I mean, what, you, what is what is the can't. story? That, can, you, can you tell the difference between a, a, a OG Fatal Frame and a, and a recently reprinted Fatal Frame? Is there any way to tell the difference? I would assume the case would be different. It would probably be one of the later generation cases. Yeah. Yeah, I, no. I, I made a video about that as well, where there's three main cases. At least, um, at least for my region, I don't, I don't know if PAL cases are probably different as well, but um, you know, the 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 very first, what was there, uh, 20, 29 PlayStation two games in the North American region, um, at launch, those did not have any PS two, any PlayStation logos, did not have the memory card holder, and then it was like first quarter of two thousand one, they incorporated the memory card holder, which is just everyone knows knows and loves the memory card holder cases. Yeah. The best that, case that ended, ever. Yeah, <laughs> no, it definitely is. That ended, I think, like third quarter. When I say quarter, like, um, you know. Of the PS2 life. Yeah, lifespan. so um, third quarter of like 2006, about three quarters through that year, they transitioned to the third case, which just has the PlayStation 2 logo or the PlayStation logo in it. No memory card holder, so that basically got replaced with, the, with just a logo. Cases are thinner. The cover arts are starting to get printed uh, on thinner paper. Uh, you, you can definitely feel the difference. I am um, I'm doing actually a special project that I haven't really told anyone about. Um, are you going like, to tell us about it? I am, yeah. So Well, exclusive. Am, <laughs> it's not exclusive anymore since I'm telling you. But I am doing – I'm scanning every one of my PlayStation 2 games scanning the cover arts and going to make an archive um, available to the public for at least the main library. Um, obviously like games for that, like EB, EB games, exclusive cover art. I'm not going to provide scans publicly for it. Cause people are just going to print their own and, and sell it as actuals. And unfortunately that's yeah. the case. So, so you know, it's, uh... um, yeah, things like that. I'm already very cautious about, but the main library, I feel like it's fair. I'm not going to, I'm not going to share, um, the variant cover arts, obviously, because some of those, like like this one, for example. Oh, what do we got here? So this is Goosebumps Horrorland um, with Joe, the exclusive Joe, novel. Joe, can we get a full screen on him real quick? Or Pigsy, can you do that? There we go. It's kind of hard with my glare. Um, so let me see. Goosebumps is a really, really popular. So this includes series. a free novel. Inside, it's a very thick novel. It's almost oh, as thick as the PlayStation 2 uh, game case itself. This was a Scholastic Bowl exclusive. So we're here. It's a Scholastic. So you bought it at the book fair at school? Um, Basically, yeah, this was only sold in a school district. Oh, nice. that's that, cool. That was the only retailer from at least what my research was telling me. There might have been like another third-party retailer later on. Um. This is stupid pricey. Like I'm talking, maybe a thousand bucks. 
I, and I I'm have... imagining because Goosebump collectors are crazy. Like I, I know oh. a Goosebump collector who's got game rooms like us full of Goosebump memorabilia. That and one took they, me... they are absolutely insane. That one took me four or five years of actively looking for. And I'll be honest, I never found one online. I bought that from one of my collector's buddy that was really hurting for money, and I paid like 600 bucks for it. So it's... you got to bite the bullets. Hey, um... <laughs> Ben, you were saying before that you have a couple of collectors that you share information with. Have you guys got um, a database or anything that you guys share with the PS2 list or anything like that? Um, so we have like a um, just kind of like a Facebook Messenger group. Um, some of the heavier collectors that I at least work with for um, like North America or USA and Canada, we we kind of just collaborate. We're kind of we, we kind of chit chat about variants and stuff right now. Um, one, one of the, one of my buddies that is in that, in the group with me is going for a full PS4 set, which might be something that would interest possibly you. I don't know, Figs, are you going for a full set for PS4 or was that, um, was that like Joe or something? I, I only have a thousand, 1200 games. I'm definitely not going for a full set, which sounds funny, but I, I won't be. So what's actually great about, you know, I'd like to brag that PS2 has the, you know, the largest library out of any console. Well, PS4 has already surpassed that. Was quite it a long time. substantially four yeah. is over three thousand games yeah ps4 is absolutely nuts if you want to be a full ps4 set collector uh there's a few of them i could name which i'm not going to on live <laughs> that is going to be one of those holy grail things that i'm not talking about like limited rare limited run there, there's a few out there that are just crazy what? i'm looking out for one of them for my buddy of mine that um he has helped me so much with learning about variants in the PS2, and it's just it's just kind of crazy. So I'm Chaos kind of in chat, so I want to I want to help him with that set. if I ever find it, obviously. But uh, didn't didn't I mean isn't isn't the, aren't the sets getting bigger as they go on? I mean PS2 was PS2 was what eighteen fifty? Am I correct? Um, without variants, at least uh, NTSC. So our region is eighteen hundred and eighteen. If you exclude those four titles that were only made in greatest hits, and uh, PS3, PS3 looking around eleven fifty. So if you're including variants that I know of, at least so far, um, there's probably over twenty five hundred titles for PS2. Some of those, and, and I'm, sure, I'm the, sure there would be a lot more. There's probably twenty eight hundred or something. I'm, I know. I mean, I'm still finding variants every once in a while. I'm doing really well because I'm only finding maybe one every week, maybe every week or two. You know, I document it. 50 a year. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, the PS2, I, I mean, the PS2, it was, it, again, the, the DVD in the PS2, so can, you forget about it. I mean, that getting that and got, that fact alone got this thing into more people's houses than anything oh, else. Absolutely. That was and, the cheapest uh, DVD player. That, that the was cheapest the cheapest DVD player. It didn't suck as a DVD player either. And then, of course, you know, they got the kids playing games and uh, PS2. Damn it. What's beautiful about a PS2 is a lot of people forget about it's got an optical out. Mm, If you you want a cheap sound system, get yourself Mm. a sound bar with a subwoofer. Plug it right into optical out. Oh, it's a killer sound system. That's what I have in my lower CRT right now. I don't have, you know, a fancy 5.1 or or 7.1, 7.2 sound system. Still works. It kicks ass. When I when I was when I, when I first got my PS2, uh, I had I had a fucking fancy receiver and fucking <laughs> I plugged that thing in with the uh, optical cable, perfect uh, Dolby Digital 5.1 surround sound, 
and it was uh, it was in the early days of, you know the you know, not the early days it was it was after dolby dolby surround and then it came dolby digital surround and uh my god that thing would uh my my dvds would sing you know i'd fucking totally. I'd, I'd have giant speakers one two three four five fucking <laughs> subwoofer uh, fucking just play and playing a video game with a 5.1 digital soundtrack on it oh forget about it people you're right people do it is ignored the uh the, 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 it's great dvd player and uh god damn it you're making me want to collect ps2 games again finn and no i'm not going to well actually i'm going to collect this many just to put this <laughs> and um i've seen go. a couple of people ask in chat are you collecting any pal or japanese exclusive ps2 games um, I, I kind of decided a little bit early on that I was going to just stick with the NTSC region, and I've, I've done really, really well with that. Um, I'm probably never going to go for PAL or Japanese exclusives at this point. There's still so much that I need to uncover, and I think my main focus as a PS2 collector is to really focus on my region. And I've it, it's it's been beneficial because I'm I can become you know very detailed. Um, just focus it on one region because now if I'm branching out, now I'm I'm losing on those those little little detail things that um, yeah, can easily be your, overlooked. You're splitting your attention, USA, yeah. USA, <laughs> USA. Guys, uh, Figsy, uh, take me out. I, I got, got I'll, I'll be right back. There is. Hey, well, we got an interesting comment here. Um, why I was saying I believe why I has got a full PS2 PAL set and. Um, also said I've scanned all the covers of my PAL games. Maybe we can trade covers. My book cover project is expanding into US games at the moment, but it's going very slow because US games are very expensive yeah. right now. So I am only, I think I'm at like 220, 240 scanned uh, cover arts for the PS2 library. If there's 1,800 plus, I'm trying to do 20 a day during my work week, so 100 a week. It's going to take me a little bit of time, at least more than half a year to finish that project. But um, yeah, if, if, if you want to send me a message or something, I'd be happy to share covers with you um, even, even before I, I finish the project. But um, my, my goal is, as an archivist, the PlayStation 2 at this point for the NTSC region is to at least make some of this information um, and some of the work I've been trying to do, trying to give back to the community a little bit, make this publicly available. So um, absolutely, if you'd like it, yeah, shoot me a message. So on that, Finn, you've got your own Facebook group? I do, yes. Uh, what's so, the name of the group, sorry? That one is PlayStation Collectors and Pickups. I have linked the group below, guys, so be sure to join Finn's group. On top of that, you're also on YouTube, Finn? I am, yeah. I recently started my YouTube channel, um, making videos every day, about a month and a half ago. I might be approaching two months now. Um, doing rather well I'm, I'm getting there <laughs> uh most of my videos are very short but they're trying to be more focused towards either um video game fans or video game collectors i try to kind of uncover some of those variants i've been making videos on variants every day those are posted at 10 a.m daily um try to be as detailed as i can um uh, each game usually takes two to three minutes to go over so it's not like a long video it's something you can click on really quick i mean just kind of cool to to get into those short video details. Doesn't need to be a long one. So, I actually do watch these videos <laughs> and I really enjoy them. They're not games that I'll collect, being a power collector, yeah. but I love seeing just like, seeing those differences. Like if it's a movie ticket, um, especially if it's got a call out on it, 
I love showcasing those. It's really easy to showcase. If it's something that might, like a game that might have included a trading card, like for example, Teen Titans, that went on our PS2 collection. Um, it included a trading card. I, now, I don't know if all of them had it, but it doesn't have a call out for it. What's up, Steve? So, it's kind of a, uh, it's a basket of eggs. You're just you're getting scrambled. Does this have it? Does it not? Should all of them have it? I don't know. I will never know. Some of them have it. So, and I really love your um, boxed PS2 collection. I think that's amazing. Oh. <laughs> yeah, talking of variants, that's when I see photos of that. I think that looks absolutely fantastic. I try to be as detailed as I can. Um, you know, there's like, like for example, if I'm if I'm looking for a variant on one game, I might spend four hours on eBay just scrolling through photos and listings of that same one, looking for. I mean the most minimum differences, whether it's a lot of games. Um, it's like the back of the cover arts and what, and whatnot for, for any games, usually the, the fine print at the bottom, it'll actually say where it was. Um, the cover art was printed. Yep. And uh, what was it? I think uh, one of the Mega Man games has four or five, I believe different addresses. Like every, everything else is, is exactly the same, right? It, it, it's just literally the, the fine print. Like one might have been from like San Diego, California. One might have been from you know one town over, still in California, just different city name. Um, yeah, this recently happened with Capcom. A bunch yeah. of their PS3 games were all they moved like a couple of blocks or a couple of suburbs, and you know the back cover are variants because you know they're address variants. Yeah, they definitely and are. And these games are being documented now because you know it's a, it's a piece of history. It is. It's kind of a uh, unique. When you really get into the details of things, it's like, wow, there's how many people have overlooked that? Every one of every one of you, <laughs> unless you're really looking for it. it. It's one of those that I like to uncover little secrets in life. And that that is something that is uh, becoming burned into me passion wise. And I, I really love these like little Easter eggs for me, just finding these things. Um, oh, like I think. When you're talking about like barcode variants, it puts things like sticker variants to shame. <laughs> yeah, oh, absolutely. Sticker variants is that, that's that's another one that I don't even know if I want to like get into, just just because it's like, well, you know. <laughs> so this one is a limited edition cover art for Star Wars Bounty Hunter. I'm not sure why this one was made. It's not a reversible cover. But it is definitely an alternate cover. It's not worth too much. You can pick this up for 25, 30 bucks. But everything else on it is identical. It's like one of those. It's like, oh, this is a variant. So just kind of scroll through and find some things. Um, it's definitely fun. I mean, I guess I could go through. Do we have time? I could start showcasing just some oddball stuff that I have on my desk. Um, before you do that, Finn, we'll yeah. actually get into one of our segments quickly. Absolutely. Um, so, guys, we have a few different segments on this show, and one of those segments is a quiz. So it's time to play Easy's Quiz. Play it. There we go. <laughs> now, guys, on this quiz, we have a bunch of questions that we like to do. Once again, Pavel has done the questions for us, and he's done a bit of research on you, Finn, and he's um, incorporated some PS2 questions in this one today. Uh, so, Finn, being our guest today, would you like to go first? I'll go first, yeah. 
All right, sweet. Let's get into it, guys. The so question number one. This Joy-Con controller originally released in 1998 as part of a special edition package with which game? Was it Pac-Man World, Ridge Racer Type 4, V-Rally 2, or Ridge Racer 5? That's interesting. Um, I feel like this is a PAL-exclusive controller. I feel like I've seen this with one of those, um, oh, what is it? It's like a fishing game. No, none of the games he uh, listed sounds familiar. I do not know this answer. So, um, can you repeat the games? Actually, um, so the games were Pac-Man World, Ridge Racer Type Four, V Rally Two, Ridge Racer Five. I'm gonna go with V Rally. I don't think I'm correct, but fortunately, that is incorrect. I will throw this one over to Will for the chance to get a point. Yeah, that's got to be a racing game. Uh, so it's going to be R4 or R5. Uh, I'm going to go with Ridge Racer 5. That was from Ridge Racer 4. Oh, God damn it. Ah. So, so close. See, that is why I've never seen it. Ah, <laughs> oh, pal. Ah, yeah. get it away. <laughs> Super awesome box, that one. I love it. <laughs> uh, so moving on to question two. This one's for you, Will. All right, let's go. Which of these PS2 games has 11, 11 endings. Was it Shadow the Hedgehog, Manhunt 2, Crash Bandicoot, Wrath of Cortex, or Silent Hill 4, The Room? You know, I, I had, I've had i had all these games in my collection, and I'm ashamed to say I've never played any one of them. Uh, uh, I'm gonna go, you know, Silent Hill, eh, no, I'm going to go with Manhunt 2. Manhunt 2 is incorrect. I'm going to hand this one over to Finn for the chance to get a point. Which of these games has 11 endings? I'm going to go with um, Shadow the Hedgehog. What? That is correct. What? Oh, my God. I I will admit that was a guess. I did not know (laughs) that. Um, I figured it would definitely wouldn't have been Silent Hill. Um, Their stuff seems to be pretty written in stone, but... Um, I think it was, it was an def- educated guess. If it a was, game like Silent Hill, I was like kind endings. of 50 50 with Crash and uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. I was like, okay, well, it's got to be one of those. <laughs> All right, guys, moving on to the next round. Finn, this is your question. I'm going to show you an alternative cover created by the neutral network for this PS3 and Xbox 360 game. You have to tell me the title. Can I answer? Yeah. Ghost Rider? I knew it was. Incorrect. Oh, it's not I hand this one Rider. over to Will for the chance to get a point. So this is... Jeez, okay, it's not, I I, Ghost Rider was my first, but you have none of those about yeah. Ghost Rider. Um, not a bad is, choice. This is I the don't cover. even think there's a Ghost Rider on PS3, now that I'm thinking of it. This, can you repeat the question for me one more time, Figs? So this is an alternative Creop. Uh, alternative cover created uh-huh. by Neutral Networks for this PS3 and Xbox 360. Oh. Uh, now that uh, there's a motorcycle guy in Twisted Metal, but uh, he's got a sidecar. Uh, Jesus, I have no clue. Uh, 
I'm gonna go with Twisted Metal Black. I mean, I got nothing. I don't know for so Twisted Metal Black. Fortunately, that was incorrect. The answer we were looking for was Ride to Hell Retribution. Oh my god, that game sucks balls. <laughs> I have never seen that game. <laughs> You're lucky. Renowned is one of the worst games ever made. What's funny is like my knowledge really is like in PS2. It's like, oh, PS3 question. Um, yeah, keep them coming. Then. Keep good them luck. coming. <laughs> All right, well, this one's for you. I'm going to show you an alternative cover again for a PS3 or an Xbox 360 game. You have to tell me the title. Lost Planet. Correct. Oh, really good. No hesitation. I know my shit. Yes, that was good. All right, moving on to the nice. next round. Um, Finn, this one's for you. What is the name... I, I want to hear the game of this limited edition console. So what okay. game is this limited edition console from? Oh, boy. Um, I think I know. Dragon Ball Z? Incorrect. I will hand this one over to Will. Is that, a, is that a Yakuza console? That's correct. Bing, 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 bing. That is Yakuza 5. Oh, wow. I've never seen that one. I've been. never seen that either. Is that a PAL exclusive? That's oh, it is. Oh, it's Japanese. One. That's why. Yeah, okay. Most Yakuza beautiful. consoles are Japanese and they're all. My wife game. loves Yakuza. That's how I'm going to pronounce it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm fancy. <laughs> it's at least how I've always heard it. So I, I drink my drink like this and shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well. What does this Peggy rating symbol mean? <laughs> Arachnophobia? I have fucking no clue. Hold on. He's butchering us with pal. <laughs> I know. Uh, that's, that's, that's how this fucking uh, this Pavel yeah. fucks me every week. Uh, what is it? That, that, so that's an age rating? Like it's on the front cover of games to warn you of a certain thing. What? Bull. I've... What? Uh... I don't know, because uh, you know I'm, I'm thinking like I'm thinking like themes like alcohol, fucking murder, uh, suggestive themes. Uh, let's go with that. Suggestive themes. Not what we were looking for. I will hand this one over to Finn. Um, I don't know if that's that if that's like their way of explaining like warning for flashing lights or arachnophobia i <laughs> i'd be kind of like what will's i, I again that wasn't what my we answer for. flashing lights warning the answer was fear so this is the power warning for fear wow you guys you guys have to warn people about fear <laughs> <laughs> fucking soft ass peggy motherfuckers i mean they just kind of like <laughs> like on the back of ours they just tell you like in the little yeah. detail box yeah it's got, you know, like the, the little what you need to why well, actually says fear, yeah. You know, like I'm sure Australia say, does the same thing. Different countries have got their different got, balls are featured in this video game. All right, moving on to the final round. Finn, this next question's for you. <coughs> what color is the seven plus age rating in the power region? <laughs> Just killing me. So the, the Peggy um, rating, the seven okay. plus, what color is it? I don't even know what color it starts with for like 
Um, Seven. Jesus. Blue. <laughs> you took my I'm answer. Just... <laughs> In- incorrect. I will hand this one over to Will. Dude, I, I'm just going to pick a color. Green. Yeah. <laughs> Green was correct. Holy shit. Look at that. Yeah. Oh, I should have thought about that. I've seen now that you put it on screen, I, I've seen that. Yep. Yeah. yeah so yeah. if you think logically, like black's the the worst one, and you got the lighter colors for the okay. lower ratings. Good job. Will. Um. Well, <laughs> you're taking the lead. We're going into your final question. I don't even know if you can lose. This is impressive. Ooh. All right. Well, your final question. Do you um. So according to PriceCharting.com.com, this is the yeah. most. Expensive Expensive North American game for the PlayStation Vita as of March 2023. To pick the most expensive PlayStation Vita games, what you're telling me? <laughs> uh, Finn, I'm gonna fuck you up. Uh, 1,001 spikes. That was incorrect. So the, oh. that, 1,001 spikes is the second most expensive Vita. Game. Oh, oh, wow. I will hand this one over to to Finn for potentially I- steal half a point. Don't know anything for Vita. <laughs> um, oh, I can't even give you an answer. I really don't know any game, Vita games. Pick, I, pick a PS3 game. I've never owned a Vita. I've never pick owned a PS4. A Vita. No, pick a PS4 okay. game. Um, oh, God. Let me see. Let me hope it's like a limited run or something game. Um, I, I can't even... No, I'm not sure. I have no idea. <laughs> right, so you'll actually be like, oh, when I tell you the answer, because it was the binding. Oh, shit. We just talked what? about that before we get, we get yeah, to. Really? We were just talking about that before so the it show. It has wow. the same reason as 101 Spikes. They are official unreleases with developers saying that copies are coming. But okay. as of right now, there's only a few copies on the market and they are going for thousands of dollars yeah, by people paying FOMO prices. Joe said, Joe, Joe, Joe said as much. Joe Red running the fucking shit. Who's running this fucking ticker across the bottom? It's fucking chapping, chapping my ass because at the beginning it said, Will nothing with an exclamation point. Fuck you. <laughs> Who's responsible for that shit? Well, guys, thanks so much for playing Figsy's quiz. Again, fun. Will has won. Congratulations. <laughs> Eat well. <laughs> Pink. Oh man. If you I, wanted I, to show us some of those variants, that'd be awesome. Um yeah, what you got? Show us some fucking show. Let's see, let's see the good shit. Tell us what you got. So we have Oh, that's shiny. one of the most beautiful slip covers for PS2. Ultimate Spider-Man. This one, it had a limited edition cover. Um, most of these are kind of tore up, but this kind of slides straight off. So, Give us the uh, lenticularness. Just have tilt some, it left to right. Have some signatures on the back. There we go. Oh, wait, now, now you can oh, see. Oh, let's go. I mean, the whole thing is holographic, basically. When you run yeah. your finger across it, or your fingernail across it, it goes... Zit, 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 zit. No, it's a, it's a flat print hologram. Oh, really? Yeah. So, um, I can hopefully get it out of here. So, let me see. So, when you pull the game case out, it is also hologram. Oh, shit. Oh, that's nice. So, 
Yeah, damn. Oh, it's even got the spine too. That's so cool. Yeah. Like, imagine finding that on the shelves. You'd be like, what is this? Most of them that are on eBay are actually missing the slipcover. This comes with a... um, Comic book? A little comic book, yeah. Figure out my orientation. (laughs) So that's... um, I think that's the manual in the disc. That, uh, yeah, here's the... The comic book for it yeah ultimate spider-man i got a friend he he fucking collects um he won't he won't bring anything into his collection unless it's you know complete mm-hmm. and anytime he's like hey look what i got i was like well, did you get the comic book he's like what yeah <laughs> just, to, just to freak him out jamie uh jamie parks <laughs> wherever you're i hope you're listening <laughs> that one's in the comic book <laughs> um another one um, I'm missing the comic book for uh, there's a variant for Fantastic Four. It's got the call the call out for the comic book. I'm missing that one. It's it's not going to be a terrible one to find. Um, this one was. Ooh, oh, that's Tato. Tato is is it Tato or Tate? Yeah, I would Tato. Say Tato or Taito. It could be Taito. I guess depends on your pronunciation for it. I love the little band that's wrapped around. So it. that's what's unique about this. So my copy is sealed, and this has a mailing envelope sealed to the back of it as well oh that's so cool so this was sold exclusively um from one retailer that i was able to find hallmark yeah so it was sold specifically at the hallmark and um they definitely sealed it with their own unique banner probably like a holiday gift thing maybe for christmas so you basically open it up in store and you've just you got your mailing envelope with it if I was if I was a grandma looking for a gift for my eight year old kid, I'd be fucking dripping wet if I saw so that shit. In the store. So like that's that's one of my unique ones. I actually have four different games that has that exact ready to go gift banner. I made a, I made a video on that. It's one of my more obscure um, videos and whatnot. I don't know if there's more of them. I'm sure there's probably more than just four games that were wrapped like this and sold. They're just not available. It's one Is of those. It- that I've, waited and waited to find i found four of them i've not found another one since it's been over a year now well if you don't even know the games to look out for that's what's really troubling too it's like i'm just gonna like i don't even know just search for ready to go gift search you need to speak to a hallmark employee who was wrapping them 20 years ago well it's got to be a sealed (laughs) copy as well so you have to check that box new you know it's like how many of these were opened why would this just sit on yourself unopened like yeah, like were, the intention of buying it wouldn't be to keep it sealed. It would be to use it as the gift. Yeah, exactly. It, they all like, got open. So it's like that Italian set of, or I don't know if it was Italian or French, but uh, of PS3 games that came out of specific grocery stores or or, or department stores. Uh, you know. Yeah, um, I've got some that were similar to that, but um, yeah, there's a lot of power games that um. Like grocery stores will get copies of, and then they'll unofficially make versions of. I'll show you some. So this one's kind of a bad example, but one of these is a flat, non-hologram, and then the other one is. It's it's really hard to see on camera, but um, you can definitely see this this one has more of a hologram uh, shine to it. Yeah, you can tell. Yeah, it's right there. Uh, The other one, flat. Flat print. So two different print releases. Even the spine is uh, my super bright light is the bane of my existence right now. 
Dude, why is the sticker still on that one? Is it sealed? Uh, no, I just haven't had time to swap the case out. I mean, I've w- when you have three thousand games, <laughs> I ran out of uh, filler. You know, games I bought for a yeah. dollar to replace the, all the cases on. It's that happens. Um, another one, say same thing. This one, I think you can see. Yeah, you can see that one a little bit better. Yeah, you can see on the left. Well, flat, flat variants, non-holographic, and then the other one is holographic. Cool stuff like that. I consider a variant. These are god awful to try to find on like an eBay listing. It's a flat photo. You know, it's like, yeah. is it hologram? Is it? Is it not? You kind of have to ask the seller. Hey, can you put this under a bright light if you don't mind and wiggle it around? <laughs> Let me know if it's hologram or not. There's a few PS3 variants like that, and I specifically yeah. didn't buy them on eBay because I'm like, I can't tell, so I'm going to buy can't. these in the shops. Yeah, and like I. The worst part was owning one. I'm like, do I own the non or do I own the holographic? It, it's one? tricky, especially if you're in a room with low light. You could not tell the difference. It just doesn't have that shine. So, yeah. one of my favorite holo cut, well, I guess you call it shiny cover, is the uh, it was uh, Jimmy Neutron. No, no, it was Chicken Little. Chicken Little has a fucking beautiful cover. Oh, uh, I can grab that if you want. Are there very? Is are they all? Are they all? Uh, lenticular or they is are there is there a barrier um, they all are all hologram for oh, okay. i think it's ace in action now yes canada got a slip cover exclusive for that so the french versions Fucking were the canadian. only ones that came with um a slip cover i can do you want me to showcase that yeah yeah go, go grab it go grab it, it. I, I just want to see it because i want to see the shit i let go <laughs> my fin's doing that i'll show you one of those um yeah let me see that, that grocery store things. No, this is isn't it? Sony so, didn't make this. This is made by the supermarket. <laughs> like yeah. technically real, I don't know. It comes with three games inside. There's, there's two of them. I think they're really cool. But they're not official Sony products. So it's right made there. by an Italian yeah. supermarket franchise and they decided to sell them like that. So when you get your Roma tomatoes, you can fucking get uh, three games to go. That's pretty cool. Oh, that's awesome. I've been collecting triple packs as well, even from third-party retailers. I just think they're kind of cool how they're bundled together. So Yeah, well, like, they're not real releases, but then if, like, GameStop did it or Walmart, people would call them real releases, so. You know, you know fucking shitty, uh, you know, uh, licensed cool. game. Shitty, crappy licensed title, but the fucking cover on that is fucking gorgeous, dude. Oh, yeah. Oh, god damn. So both of them are hologram, but... Um, like I said, that the Canada release did yeah. include a slip cover. That was a bonus for Canada. Um, My t- PS2 bonus, full mast. I don't know if I can show this. The serial number on the lower spine. There we go. Is it different? Yeah. One's got an F, which means French. So yeah. the slip cover one has an F after the serial number. That means French language is included. Also, we... Look at both of the backs. You could see there's a second oh, yeah, line going across it as well, explaining all of the functions in French. Ah, uh, yep, yeah, makes sense. That's an easy way to tell if it's a French copy or not. I mean, look at the expanded UPC. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Now yeah. a lot of a lot of the PS3 games have either dual 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 language. Uh, manual or two manuals. Uh, does that come with one, two, duo? 
so the the French copy or the Canadian exclusive slipcover should have two manuals ind individually. So they should have a um, English manual and a French manual. That's another way to tell if it was if it came out of uh, Canada. Cool. We would have only got an English manual. Excuse me, gentlemen. I gotta, I gotta pee really bad. <laughs> I opened yeah. up the. Once Will returns, we'll move on to some um, some homework that we um, set during the week. And um, I think one of the more exciting homework projects. I was quite in, I was quite exciting doing this one. I'm sure you would have felt the same. Oh yeah, it's um, <clears throat> it's fun. I actually have a good list. I went was trying to find certain ones. I was like, will this work? Is this good for what we're trying to do? I'm not trying to give away, you know, too much yet. I'll but... let you guys know the topic now. Okay. So we're going to be building a PS2 collection of 10 games using price charting prices, and we have a budget of $200. <laughs> so with me being a variant collector, I felt like it was a great opportunity to kind of showcase greatest hits versus black label pricing. Because yeah. that is a huge market difference, especially for... So if, if you're one of those people that are walking into a game store just to buy a game, you don't care if it's greatest hits or black label. Some games, there's a dramatic price difference because of that. I know a lot of collectors don't like the greatest hits or platinum um, for PS2 because it's just it breaks up the uniformity of the collection. Now, I'm not exactly OCD, so it never really bothered me. But now that I have the full PS2 you know, black label collection, let me go for variants. Well, all great assets are technically a variant. And then I'm even I'm e I'm even getting as deep into um variants of greatest hits. So it's a variant of a variant, which might even have a sub-variant, and it gets pretty ridiculous. Actually, while we're waiting for well, do you mind if I go grab a greatest hits variant? Yeah, yeah, go for of it. a variant. It's kind of funny, right? As AJ is saying in regards to Fatal Frame. The font on the spine is actually different. That's interesting. So it's good to be able to distinguish the original copy to the reprint, where I know there, there are a few titles. That you can't do that. Um, and we've had a um, response to Fatal Frame. AJ was saying that the font size is actually different on the reprint. Okay. Um, I was actually... One for the list. <laughs> it, it would be yeah if I if I have photo evidence and I'll, I'll I'll notate that and definitely um take a look at that later. I don't know if I want to consider a late print run like that to be. It's kind of like if when you're a variant collector, you're picking and choosing like what is a variant. Am I going to consider you know a third party sticker on the front of the cover, uh, not even the cover art but the actual case? Like is that a variant? From another retailer it's like i don't consider those if it's you know obviously within the print of the cover art absolutely um if it's like a manufacturer's branding um like if it's got a capcom sticker or something on the case i might consider it if it's a capcom game but like things like that it's, it's kind of not many people are going for variants especially in in the the format and such that i am i'm kind of one of those more extreme examples but stickers. Let me get up again and actually grab you some good examples yeah. of stick stickers. So, I'll ask that AJ when um, 
Finn gets back, I've got some questions for him as well. Just on that, Finn, what you were saying, um, like it, it is interesting on what you go for because you're hardcore, but then even you've got your limits. But there's like, um, right. in terms of the PS2 archive, like it's important to keep the history and actually archive that there potentially will be someone down the line that, you know, will want, even if it's a reprint that's exactly the same, I want, you know, BLSU one to the last one that was made. Are these the four greatest hits games that didn't get releases? They didn't get black label releases because whatever, for whatever reason, I guess they probably made a contract agreement with Sony or what, whoever did the, the printing for these. They very likely decided to say, hey, here's the funds. We're going to make 600,000 plus copies right here, right now, or a million copies. Can we just skip the black label template and go directly to Greatest Hits? I'm guessing that was probably some kind of discussion that happened, and that's how those became the four exclusive. Um, there's, There might be one other one that could be up for debate, but then again, it's like... Um, it did get a black label re- release. It's just a little different for the cover art. Um, everything else is identical. So it's 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 one of those. I consider those to be the, the four. Sure, we can kind of discuss there might be a fifth. Um, and I got a point on those four games. They look like 2006 releases, if I'm correct. They're all, um, I think, within the ballpark of the same year, 2006. Um, is it possible that they got released on the 360 first and then released 500,000 copies to be then labeled a greatest hits title. Cause I'm aware that those titles were all reprinted on the PS3. It, it could have been something like that. I don't have too much information on it other than just what I've notated over the years and what I've, I've been able to see. So I guess I'll showcase. So we got, uh, I could tell Call of Duty free. Marvel Ultimate Alliance, Midnight Club 3, and what's the fourth one? Is that Virtual, Virtual Fighter Evolution? Okay. So Midnight Club 3, um, Dub Edition had a black label, but this is Dub Edition Remix. Oh. That makes sense. There That's was a normal Marvel Alliance one? Yeah, but it's special edition. So oh, okay. both of the games on the left included bonus disc. The two base games did not get that. That's I would consider it enough bonus content. And I think there's a few extra levels in both of those as well to be considered um, an exclusive. Plus, I mean, if, if you're counting the name on the front of the cover art, it, it has special edition in the title. I, I count that as a different game. And also the serial number and the UPCs are different. So, um, so. on that, on that same subject of, uh, greatest hits with extra shit, uh, the most obvious and the most, uh, Notorious would be uh, Silent Hill. What the fuck number is Silent it? Hill Two. Thank you. Director's cut. Uh, or what the director's cut for the greatest hits version? Technically, what uh, what other games? Um, what games can you name name off the top of your head that the greatest hits versions had extra shit that the uh, black label did not? Um, Namco's fiftieth anniversary museum. Namco, Namco's museum. I think they had what a fiftieth anniversary. Um, yeah. That had a bunch of more bonus levels, and I think some were removed, kind of like transitioned um, with different levels in it. That was one that is actually up for debate for those four exclusive greatest hits, uh, greatest hits titles. Um, I don't really consider that one since it, it did get a black label. It's just some of the levels are a little different. 
But then again, it's like we're, we're kind of picking and choosing at that point since it is a variant, right? It's kind That's of, it's actually kind of, interesting. It's kind of up for opinion. PS3, yeah. So many PS3 greatest hits games have, have additional content because right. the game has updates and stuff. Or where, like, that's not even I, I, I do know, I mean, probably majority of them did. I just haven't got that depth. Like, I don't really deal with the software level of games. I haven't, you know, put them into like a CD burner just to compare the, the file size or or if there's any kind of differences that's would be quickly, you could quickly analyze. Um, I'm more of a collector at this point of like differences in the art, yeah. you know, manuals, discs, serial numbers, UPCs, cover arts stuff like that. I've not really, and I actually haven't at all um, compared to anything like on the software level, you know? Um, because that's, that, that's a major difference with the, with the PS3. A lot of the uh, greatest hits titles, they have all the DLC on them, for instance, or uh, right. it's just, it's just a complete, it's everything that they've done for the game. But uh, I was, because uh, I know, the P yeah the update PS in bugs worked out etc. I do know um what is it Grand Theft Auto San Andreas the had a greatest hits release I think patched like the coffee hack or something. Um, yeah. If you guys just you know Google Grand Theft Auto San Andreas coffee hack fix for the greatest hits it'd probably pull right up. It was kind of a popular thing at the time. Yeah. Um, the chick brings <laughs> over coffee and he has uh, violent sex with her or something. I believe <laughs> that the first print copy. They then reprinted that, so the, there's a black label copy that has that content removed as well. I mean, that's what prob is, yeah, probably. I I, I wouldn't know. <laughs> if, if what is it? Uh, I, I'm sure I, I've known. I knew at one point, but now I forgot because I'm forgetful, dickhead. Uh, what? Uh, going back to the Silent Hill two, what's the difference between black label two and red label two? Um, as far as the actual differences, I'm, I'm not too familiar with, I've heard there might be, I think there's like a bonus trailer in one of the menus or something, and it might even be after you beat the game, it's available. There might be extra levels, costumes or something. I, yeah. I do know, um, from what I've been able to gather, at least comparing majority of like the black label releases compared to the greatest hits, the secondary releases, um, better like encoding optimization. So you might have either better frame rate in certain cutscenes. You might have graphical enhancements during, you know, rougher or high demanding cutscenes. Um, audio enhancements, like I showed you guys for the God of War, the Dolby audio enhancements, those yeah. might have been just incorporated in the background and just not even discussed or shown on the covers. Um, you know, bug fixes, patches, a whole bunch of benefits. And then on top of that, it's like people hate greatest hits just because of that like minor <laughs> uniformity thing. It's like, if you go into any store and start pulling greatest hits off the wall, it's going to be a pretty good title, I guarantee, because it's sold. Yeah. It's going to be a popular title. So if you want a good library, yeah. 294 greatest hits titles, not including the variants that I'm going to discuss. Crazy. You know, but it's like almost 300 titles received greatest hits out of 1,818. Like, it is a huge difference, but it's like you are going to get a really good title. You're in the middle of that shit right now. You're you're going for a, for a full the that's your current uh, quest. The full yeah. PS2 I decided since I'm slowing down so much on black label variants, let me go for greatest hits. Um, I have over I think two, probably 230, 240 greatest hits titles. You could see them in my cabinet in the back. I'm missing. I think as of what I posted one. I think today or yesterday. I think I'm missing like 54. 
and a lot and of them are many are there many greatest hits games that are more expensive than the counterpart black label title oh absolutely um you'd be actually surprised um what is it uh wwe here comes the pain I'm struggling to pull the trigger on that one because it's like almost $20, $30 more than the Black Label. Yep. Um, what was one I just... Well, we have some PS1 Greatest Hits titles that are very expensive. Are there? Full set collectors are like, that's the grail of PS1 collecting. I mean, because uh, the Greatest Hits would probably have fewer copies than the PS than the original release. I mean, it, makes, it just makes sense. Like, um, another one I had trouble with was... Uh, Valkyrie, Valkyrie Profile. Profile. If I can get it to focus. So Valkyrie Profile 2, right, for the PS2. Greatest hits. Th this game runs $50, $60 all day long for the Black Label. I struggled to find that. I paid $150 for it, three times the Black Label value. And that's that's. I'm kind of at that point in the Greatest Hits set where it's like either not available, like Shrek the Third. That one, I know it exists. I've seen photos of it. I'm just waiting for it to get posted. I'm trying to snag it as quick as I can. I know other people now, since I'm, you know, I've, I've, went, I've uh, described basically or posted my list of what I need. I'm noticing people are picking up copies of what I need. I'm seeing those start to yeah. sell now. It's like, <laughs> that's oh, the, the downside of posting a list. That's okay. Yeah, no. get, I, I hey, I've got your list for sale <laughs> for more than eBay prices. Yeah. And then yeah, another it's... thing, it's like, do I want to pay? <sighs> A lot of these at this point, especially like like this one, for example, it's like, I don't want to pull the trigger on a game that's going to cost three times as much for a Greatest Hits copy. I'm just going to wait on it. So a lot of them I'm waiting on. Um, and it is just a budgeting thing right now for me. It's like, well, I'm going to be patient. Wait for one to get listed for just a relative, you know, decent price. Um, and then all the other ones just waiting on actually availability. Yeah, it, it, the price it, it, isn't even a factor. It's just they're not available. It's a double-edged sword, you know, because uh, you, I, I, Finn, I would consider you at the precipice of PS2 collecting. I mean, I, I hats off to you. You're fucking, you're the man when it comes to this shit. Uh, and when you or someone of note makes, uh, brings attention to something, fucking all of a sudden everyone's, everyone's fucking uh, radar goes ping, 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 ping. And then uh, what you're that. after, what you're after is fucking all of a sudden unavailable yeah. or it's more expensive so it's like yeah. others oh, you want to keep it under your hat and but until yeah. i get a copy yeah yeah and you and then and then i think you said it right before we were playing the show yeah oh, play the show uh you just gonna keep it keep it play it close to the vest and then the minute you get it ah fuckers look at this look what i got you don't know yeah. about this shit let me tell you about this shit this shit is the shit fucker <laughs> Okay, I don't know if I sound like that, but yeah, maybe, well, maybe I'm portrayed that way. Yeah, well, hey, gentlemen, nice. let's move on to our homework. It's been a really exciting question this oh, week. Yes. So the question asked was, um, we have to build a PlayStation 2 collection of 10 games using price charting prices, and we have a $200 budget. 10 games, $200 price, uh, $200 budget price charting. So no, we'll go I, through the games fairly quickly so we're not sitting here for half an hour. Finn, being our guest, would you like to show us your budget and a little bit of method behind the madness? Yeah, I will. So uh, here is actually a really fun game. Um, I wasn't really into um, any kind of like motorsports game as a kid, but I played this uh, growing up. I was actually relatively poor, so I actually had to resort to demos. Do you know Demo Disc? They had 20, 30 games on it. Oh, my God, those were, those were the, the, the thing back then. 
Um, played this on, I don't know if this was like a Midway Arcade Treasures that had this demo. And it, it might have been just a, a normal PS2, like jam-packed demo disc. This game is fun as hell. If you like biking or any kind of motorsports game, this is one of the most fast-paced like biking games you will ever play. I mean, you're going 50, 60, maybe 70 miles per hour down a, a never-ending hill that's like 10 miles long. It's Downhill Domination is a really fun biking game. So that's my first one. Uh, because I streamed this recently, and it's my wife's favorite game, Final Fantasy X, um, early on, I didn't think this game was for me. And then later on, after I played it, it's a wonderful game. I gave it like a nine and a half out of 10. It's, it's really fun. It's challenging the, as well. Is it the one with the obnoxious going guy going, a <laughs> <laughs> yeah. little bit. So, um, greatest hits title because the black label is 15, $20 more God of war. So here is an example of if you want a game and you want to budget it a little more, instead of getting the black label of God of War, you can save 15, 20 bucks. You pick this up for about $15. God of War black label now is, is almost 30, 35 bucks. Big difference. Um, God of War, obviously, if anyone who's played PS2, that is one of the crown jewels of the console. Um, my wife likes Kingdom Hearts. I do too. It's kind of a fun, pretty fun game. Um, my favorite racing game of all time, Need for Speed Most Wanted. Um, I can actually show you a variance of that one. The Black Bible? I stacked this as well. Yeah. The Black uh, it, well, it had a Greatest Hits, but it, it also had a slip cover. Yeah, that's the, what I had. Black Need for edition. Speed Most Wanted uh, Black Edition, yeah. This had bonus cars, bonus levels. Um, it had some classic muscle cars as well as well ss camaro so um trying to get through these a little quicker for you kind of a variant king oh um i gotta go back to uh, kingdom hearts comparing the two definitely a rarity difference you'll shiny. you'll see shiny if i can get it to focus um oh so one of these titles are worth 10 15 bucks and the other one's worth 300 plus what do you see a difference is it is, is it silhouetted and the other one's got detail no i mean i have this the, uh, this one in a protective cover that's the expensive one so if you look at the it bottom look at the, up, look, at the, look at the manufacturer you have square soft and square enix oh yeah um, I, was, I was gonna so, ask you about about that on ff10 um yeah this was one of those games during their um their kind of transitional phase where yeah. i think uh was the enix bought uh soft uh they decided to do, do another print and there's not many copies of that so the enix copy is extremely expensive if you wanted a cheap copy that says square enix greatest hits every copy on the greatest hits received a square enix one um i unfortunately don't have the square enix copy for final fantasy 10 i'm still looking really? for that really i've not ask. had luck i have been looking for probably six months, twice, two, three times a day. That one has been listed since. All right. Um, oh, on to the next one. Uh, we have a big Spyro fan. I played uh, Spyro quite a bit as a kid, mostly on PS1. Spyro Year of the Dragon was my all-time favorite. Um, for PS2, it'd probably have to be Enter the Dragonfly. This one also did receive a exclusive soundtrack variant so there it is 
free soundtrack inside. The call out is on the front of the cover art. It's not a sticker. Um, the soundtrack looks kind of like a PS1 game. Nice. Let's go. Stop that. We're in a rush. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta love. It looks like app. a CD. We just go. It looks like a CD or a PS1 game, correct? So, alrighty, on to the next one. We have kind of a more expensive game. The most expensive one I was able to budget into um, forty nine dollars and eighty five cents. If I'm yep. correct, let me. <laughs> is, is it in your stack too? <laughs> Maybe. Yep, forty nine eighty five. That's for sure. So. Um, that was half. That's no a quarter. That's a budget. quarter of my whole budget. Yep. So if I show you guys something that should not exist, I have two copies because one is a variant. Well, what's the difference? Fucking so many variants. Of the free Simpsons trading card. Free trading card inside. I will open up my copy and show you guys what the trading cards look like. Um, I was fortunate enough to actually find a couple copies and they've been selling for 250 to 300 plus. Is there more than one trading card? There's two trading cards. At least they should have two trading cards. So inside my, oh, this is sealed. I think my pack is sealed. Hold on. (laughs) I think I have a copy. (laughs) I think I have a copy listed on eBay that shows both of them let me see i bet my copy is is sealed so you're gonna get kind of a it's gonna be a transparent pack looks like four cards there there's two cards in it that's basically the front and back of them um if we're not in a huge rust do you want me to go grab an open copy and show you the differences yeah yeah go for it go for it man Give me one moment. Wifey's doing that. Do you want to start with your game as well? Uh, no, I should. <laughs> let, let, let him finish this. <laughs> did you? Uh, did you bring? Uh, do you have physical copies of yours, Figs, or do you? Did you bring oh, a bunch of images? <laughs> uh, I have. I have a few of the games in my stack, but I don't. Uh, that I. I have a few, but not not most of them. If it's a budget of two hundred dollars, I'm owning those games. <laughs> there you go. Oh, that's go. Cool. So that's one of the two cards. Um, they did sell a deck of cards, I believe, at one point. I think there's over two hundred cards in the full collection. I'm way off screen. That's almost like a meme having the collector in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, absolutely, isn't it? So that those are two of the cards, and that is where more, majority of your value is. So um, it's a, it was to uh, help promote the trading yeah, cards, for, I guess. For whatever reason, finding that callout on the PS2 is so hard to find. It's not a sticker. This is print on the cover art. So it's definitely a unique one. All right, carrying on. I love your shirt, by the way, Finn. Is that a PS2 oh. shirt? Um, yeah, so this is a PlayStation 2 um, polo. This was... The back of it was cool, yeah. Yeah, I got this from a... I didn't get this specifically, but I bought this off eBay in the listing. Um, guy actually had the receipt for it. This was sold at a convention or um, an E3 booth in 2005. So an actual Sony official booth. Fucking Finn, you are thick. 
it's really comfortable too. You're thick as fuck. Wait, what else we got? Alrighty. <laughs> and then I am a big fan of the Sims. Sims, really? Yeah, I am. I, I do like the Sims. Um, I prefer the older ones, to be honest with you. I only ever played it on PC. Yeah, my wife loves like four, um, some later ones and not. I, I like one and two. And I would, I would prefer I like to play the it on spin off titles, like Busting Out and those ones. I thought that was great. Um, another one we have is Xenosaga. Oh, one really? Okay. I uh, like one, and I, I guess three would. Well. Three would um, blow the fucking budget. <laughs> I don't like two and three, if I'm being honest with you. And she says the same thing. It's just, just kind of falls off the radar. I think. I mean, right. of course, it's expensive. It's later in the set. Xenosaga three, and then I have Yakuza. You mean Yakuza? <laughs> sure. <laughs> How much is Yakuza in North America? Uh, it's twenty eight dollars and thirty three cents. I guess according to price bad. charting, um, it's definitely going up in price because I probably picked this up for ten fifteen bucks a few years back. That's all what, ten of mine. So. Did you do the math? Or what'd you What'd you total out to? Um, I have little lunch money left to spare. I'm one hundred ninety four fifty three. Oh yeah, you do. So, nice. and get myself. I don't know. Yeah, fig, a little, uh, little something to eat for lunch. Figs, yeah. Let's do my stack. It's just, uh, it's a virtual stack. Um, when I was done with my stack, I was like, oh man, I forgot this. I forgot this. I forgot that. But you know what? I'm going to stick with my stack. So, uh, Figsy, if you would just bring them up at random, uh, I would, uh, yes. Okay. Code Resident Evil, Code Veronica X. I went with the, uh, I want the red label because it's, it's fucking cheaper. <laughs> it's, 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 let me see. Uh, I have it. I have it here. Can I uh, show you a this, variant for Code Veronica? <laughs> this game will cost you eleven dollars and seventy-seven cents, according to price chart. The cheapest Atlas game ever. Uh, yeah. It, uh, no, no, I have an Atlas game, and this is my Atlas game. It's not the fucking uh, tennis game. I'm sure you're gonna bring up. Oh yes. Okay. So the tennis game is cheaper. I forget uh, about that one. This is a weird little fucking racing slash rpg-ish game i don't know it's weird but uh i love this game it's only like 15 dollars and eight cents it's an atlas title it's on ps2 it's got a lot of character there you go what's next for me figs now figs i know for a fact dark cloud one is on your list uh if it is uh but dark cloud two is actually the superior game uh, I, I i'm just everybody loves it uh this is a little pricier on the uh on on the scale this is a 27 dollar game but uh dark cloud two Everybody says so. I say so. Yeah, it's it's fucking one of the fucking. Great have you RPGs. played it? Yes, I have. Uh, it's one of the uh, great RPGs on the PS2 system. So I had my course. I had to, I had to stick one of those in there. What's next on my list, Figsy? Tekken Tag Tournament. You cannot fuck with Tekken Tag Tournament. If you're a fighting game aficionado, this is the shit. Or if, you're, if, if you like Tekken, this is the shit. I played. I put more hours in this game than probably any other fighting game I've played. Uh, right there is front and center at the top. Tech, uh, Heihachi Mishima. He's my fucking main. Love this game. Uh, Tekken Tag. I highly recommend it. What else we got? Oh yes. Uh, I, I I can't talk enough about this game. Uh, Tenchu: Wrath of Heaven. Fucking ninja goodness. Uh, sneak up behind you, stab you in the back. Uh, uh, fucking delight. There you go. What else we got, Figsy? Tenchi Fatal Shadows, and this is probably the priciest game on my list. Is coming in, at, clocking in at thirty-three dollars and fifty cents. 
it's a Tenchu game. I love Tenchu. Um, I got, I got, a, I've had a boner for ninjas ever since I was uh, a wee, uh, ever since I got my first boner. So there you go. Uh, Tenchu Fatal Shadows. And uh, yeah, you can't, uh, you can't make a list uh, without Grand Theft Auto on it. Vice City was my favorite. I prefer it over San Andreas. I don't know. It just, uh, it just kicked all the, bo- the right boxes for me. I just, uh, I remember uh, Miami Vice, and this is, uh, this is, this is eighties perfection. So Vice, Vice City, City is absolutely my favorite as well of yeah, all time. It's, it's a beautiful game. Soundtrack uh, alone kills it. Just makes it. Just the eighties vibe. Awesome. I think I have two more on the list. Uh, Champions of Norath. Uh, my girlfriend turned me on to this game. This is a uh, one I actually still sits in the collection. This one clocks in at let me see where am I? Thirty four dollars and uh, actually this is the priciest game on the list. Thirty four dollars and seven cents. Um, fucking dungeon crawling goodness. Uh, I I haven't put too much time in this game. Uh, but I just feel if as a collector, this is one that does belong on your list. So Champions of Norath, there it is. And the last game should be oh no I got two more games and Metal Gear Solid Two. I want the greatest hits just for price, uh, just to fit it into my budget. Um, Metal Gear Solid, you can't you can't fuck with Solid Snake. Look at him, he fuck you up. Metal Gear Solid Two. Snake. Six ninety six dollars and ninety eight cents. It's a good game. It's Metal Gear. Let's go. All right, and the last this is, I believe this is the last game Dragon Ball Z Budokai Tenkaichi. First one. Because the fucking second and third one, it, second one's like sixty bucks, and the third one's like one hundred and fifty bucks. This is uh, twenty five dollars and six cents. Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball. I mean, that's all I gotta say. I love Dragon Ball. Um, I, I prefer Dragon. To be honest, if I'm t- there, there's no Dragon Ball straight up Dragon Ball. He's a little kid. That's my favorite. Dragon Ball Z is decent. After that, it kind of goes downhill. I don't know. Dragon Ball Super is pretty good, but no Dragon Ball Z Budokai Tenkaichi. Uh, get on it. Uh, it's still cheap, only uh, only twenty five bucks. So there it is, and that's my list. I, I, that's all ten, right, Figs? Beautiful list. Guys, oh, the editor, you. Will. Huh? <laughs> know, you, you, guys, you guys took you guys took the sh- uh, took the shit out of my hand, so I'm at the mercy of fucking uh, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Have you got right, any money you... left over, Will? Oh my my total was one hundred ninety six dollars and eighty one cents, according to price charting. Nice. Very good. Well, I picked out 10 games. Um, I tried to not pick any games from the same series. The Grand Theft Auto, I wanted to pick a couple. I only picked one, for example. So I'll get into the 10. Burnout 3, have to have a Burnout game on the list. And they're all cheap. So Burnout was one of the first titles I added to this. And Crash Mode, especially. Crash Mode is the best. I actually was playing this multiplayer with my buddy like two weeks ago upstairs. So. Um, you mentioned Spyro. Um, well, I don't believe Spyro on PS2 was as good as, say, PS1 Spyro, but there is another series that I believe peaked on PS2, and that was Ratchet and Clank. So I had to go with my favorite, which is Up Your Arsenal. Amazing title, and it's pretty cheap too. Black Label copy was $15.49. One that Finn showed, and one of my more pricey ones. But you have to have this one for an essential PS2 collection. And that is the Simpsons Hit and Run. I'm actually saved this for the end. See how much money I had left over. Because if I didn't have enough, I was going to put Road Rage in there. Because Road Rage is just as good. But 
Hit and runs just a little bit better, and unfortunately, it's a bit more expensive. So in North America, this title is called Bully. However, the name got changed in PAL, and it's called Canis Kemen Edit. Oh, wow. This is Bully. Fantastic title. Wish it would yeah. get a remake or a sequel. And it's still really cheap. This one was $17.50. Bully almost almost made my list, but I went with the Grand Theft Auto instead. <laughs> Here's my second most expensive one. If you know me, you'll know I love this game, and that is Scarface. I was surprised at how expensive the American copy is. You're looking at 45, I believe. But the PAL copy is a bit cheaper. But um, to keep it in uniform, I use the North American pricing as well. So Scarface is definitely an essential. I wanted to pick a driving like simulator game, and there's no better driving game than Gran Turismo 4. Absolutely amazing. I had hundreds of hours into this as a kid. I really love the white cover we got in the PAL region. I believe it's the only game that has the white cover, which is kind of cool. Is the white case unique to PAL as well? Yeah, the white case, I mean. Sorry. Um, one that Will called out before, but my favorite game. <laughs> Uh-oh. Does everybody freeze up, or is it just me? No, he's game freezing on a little bit. Uh, One of the best it... games ever made. Fix your uh here's that you're buffer trying to buffer a little. <laughs> yeah, it's only got one bar, I don't know what's going on. Um, next one we have Metal Gear Solid 3. Um, this is oh. a fantastic Metal Gear Solid game, and it's pretty cheap too. It was only $13.29, so it has to be an essential title. Uh, there is substance as well, but substance is pretty expensive, so I won't do snake either. I have to intro this one. Um, absolute classic. I loved it back in the day as a kid, and I still love it today. And that, of course, is Kingdom Hearts. Yes. Hard to go past Kingdom Hearts. And I would pick number one over number two myself. And another one that Finn showed, and it was hard to choose between one, but I'd say this is my favorite Grand Theft Auto. Of course, Vice City. Oh, yeah. Can't beat Vice City. You just can't. That was this week's homework, guys. It was glorious. That's a fucking. Uh, this is one of my favorite. Uh, we we did this before with the PS3, I guess, when Ricky was on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it it's not like a five minute job. Like this, I'm sure it took you all half an hour to an hour to make that list, correct? Yeah, it, it, took, oh, yeah. it, it took me a good a good, good forty five minutes, and yeah, it's like when you're done and you're thinking about it, it's like, oh, what about this? What about this? Nobody should have done it. No, yeah. You I know just, how many. Budget greatest hits titles I put in there because I know all the budget ones. <laughs> it's like okay, let me put some like better titles in there. Start siphoning out. I like I only ended up with one greatest hits title, but when I started, getting so you can sneak like a two hundred dollar game in there, six or seven of them. <laughs> um, speaking of greatest hits, and uh, you said Ratchet and Clank up your arsenal. Here is what I am going to say. This is an example of a variant of a variant, right? So everything on the front cover art is completely identical. If we take a look at the spine, if I get the glare out of the way, it's a different, it's technically a different game because the serial number is different. Is that the only difference? Is the yes? No, there's, there's more. So Sony classifies this as a different game. I'm assuming this might have been a misprint as far as the serial number is concerned. Um, the UPC is also different between the two. I am way off camera. 
So there you go. There is a kind of an easy one to miss, variant of a variant on the greatest hits um, full library if, if anyone ever wants to go for for that the greatest hits library is kind of a mess because there's at least 10 or 12 titles that might have had like greatest hits cover arts but only really only received a black label disc so you'll be pulling your hair out trying to find a greatest hits disc it does not exist another one this one's a little bit more obvious a variant of a variant this one is technically a template misprint it's missing oh, there's no, the, no it's, name on the front cover. It's missing the title. <laughs> oh, shit. Look at that. So someone forgot to enable <laughs> the yeah, title so during the printing process or whatever, the, however they do their template process. And, uh, yeah, this one's a little bit more uncommon. Um, besides that, everything else is pretty much the same. I'll be, I'll start covering, you know, greatest hits eventually, um, in my daily videos. <clears throat> and I, I can see the... that happening with SpongeBob, because if you look at the cover <laughs> without, like hold up the one without the rating, you can tell what game it is. It's SpongeBob. Oh, absolutely. The guy printing it's like, yeah, it's SpongeBob. Like just, I know what that is by looking at the characters. <laughs> hey, Finn, uh, refresh my memory. There's a game. It's got a helicopter on the cover city in the title. But the uh, the spine on city crisis is, is black, and on one, do you have? And then the spine actually has the printing on the the name printed on the other one, and I guess the one with the actual print on the spine is more common. Is that correct? Um, for or that, actually, the, sp- the black found, one is more common. Um, so that's you're talking about city crisis for the PS2. Um, the the name on the actual spine itself. Yeah. is missing completely it's, like it's there's black, no name yeah. on it so if it's on your shelf it looks like a blank ps2 game like you don't even know what game it is unless you actually know um from my experience it's probably about a 50 50. yeah if you take a random listing from ebay you probably have a 50 50 chance of finding the misprint I... which doesn't have the spine name and then the ones that do have the spine name the problem is a lot of ebay uh listers only take a photo of the back or the front, yeah. they don't really showcase the spine. That's when when I list games, I take a photo like this. Oh, I can spread that shit for me, man. <laughs> just kind of something I've learned over the years. It's like, uh, let me do that courtesy for those kind of, uh, I don't know, more exquisite collectors that might be looking for minute details. Like sometimes I do. Like that serial number on the lower hand of the spine. Yeah. I have my, every one of my games documented with that number. So if I want to search by serial number instead of, you know, game name, I can do that as well. Um, I know uh, before we did our, our uh, those, those 10 games for the $200 budget, our homework, um, I was going to showcase everyone like the example of like sticker variants and whatnot. I actually do have a whole set um, that received exclusive sticker variants and they are all... NASCAR are, names. Are, are they on the cover? Or are they on the seal? Or... So they are actually um, on the case. So if I show you, GameCube also really, uh, had this exclusive sticker. So nothing on the front. But if we go to the back, there's a Walmart exclusive peel sticker that would actually give you a code underneath it to unlock. I think it says an ex- exclusive track. In games, oh, that's cool. so you peel the sticker off. Of the you, code, you would right? peel it off. So most of these are peeled off. It's kind of very hard to find. 
this. Um, if it was sealed, I believe it would probably be underneath the seal, but it's still on the um, the actual case itself. I have one of those. It's got an exclusive redneck <clears throat> driver included. Um, moving on from 2005, so we have NASCAR 2006. This one also has a Walmart exclusive sticker. Same thing, peel, reveal your code, unlock a track. You could just Google this in this day and age, but I mean, back in 2006, 2005, how many people were able to, you know, that was that was a neat thing that they did. Um, well, this copy is sealed. Um, this is a slipcover NASCAR 07 limited edition. It's a transparent signed sealed um, slipcover. Is the signature printed on the case? It's printed on the slipcover. It's okay. it's probably printed. I would. I really doubt that it's actually signed. They all look the same, but um. Rednecks do not all look the same. How dare you? <laughs> yeah, so that's that's another one. Um, and then NASCAR 08 also did the same thing with the transparent slipcover. They're pretty cool. So these slide right on, right, right on, right off. Um, I think both of my copies are sealed. Um, I, I have an open copy as well, just to showcase, but. I think I, I grabbed my sealed ones, but those are kind of some examples of like sticker variants. Like those are obvious, you know, like specific major retailer uh, sticker variants. I consider those a variant, especially if it's like for this, it's, ex it has exclusive content. Yeah. Most definitely. That you could variant. enter that. That's an absolute variant. Um, something. I don't even have my other one here with me. What are you, what, what are you thinking? Um, I mean, there's there's others that just have just kind of like normal retailer stickers. I, I don't consider those unless it's anything bonus like that or if it's specifically calling something out, like there's bonus content inside, whether it's a sticker, a trading card, those I consider. Um, so that's kind of like where I draw the line for sticker variants because, I mean, I could just go on and on. There's a million different third-party retailers. If I wanted to count every silly sticker that that would just be never ending it'd be really the stickers that well. i find <laughs> tough are the ones that are on top of the seal not on yeah the, the seal stickers yes those are um i actually have a few a few of those as well that are and we're right. pretty late in the show um, before we wrap things up we do have another segment yes we segment, do of course is meantime with will Ooh. oh do, do we got music for this don't we <laughs> <laughs> Good Lord, my ears. Oh, that, how completely unnecessary. I love it. All right, Joe, what do we got? What, what's, uh, what's first on deck? What's up first? Uh, what do we got for meantime? Oh, yes, Mystic recently moved. He's moving his messy game room. He's got a new house. But don't worry, guys. The Kawakami body pillow. Yeah, that's not going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was funny anyway. <laughs> uh, what else? What's next? <laughs> Finn left the room. All right, so the controller your friend is using, uh, and then the controller they give you. Isn't this the controller? <laughs> is this the controller you featured in one of? Uh, is that the? Is that the Apple controller for the? I can't remember the name of the console, but uh, it mean. might be. <laughs> <laughs> That's a piece of shit. Get that shit out of there. <laughs> uh, what else we got on deck? 
Oh, yes, DK Oldies at it again. Uh, <laughs> some guy in the PlayStation 3 modders group posted this. This is, this is something found in the wild. You got to love the wild. And, uh, of course, DK Oldies, uh, this is their signature. Jesus Christ, that came out of the smoker's house for sure. Get that shit out of there. It's fucking disgusting. <laughs> What's next on deck? Just keep, just give me one little taste. <laughs> it's Resident Evil 4, the, the classic demo. Now I want more. Uh, <laughs> You're a big, you're a big, uh, you're a big fan of uh, Family Guy, Pigsy. So that was for you. <laughs> Got a whole box of popsicles in the cellar. <laughs> I am too. So there you go. What's next on deck for us? Uh, not enough cash, stranger. Uh, Resident Evil Four Collector's Edition scalpers are gonna scalp. Oh there we go. Five hundred thirty-nine. It was two hundred fifty dollars at retail. Okay. Uh, fuck, but yeah, GameStop fucked everybody. Everybody who ordered it in store, uh, they, they they just said no, no. We're, sorry, we're not gonna have them. So you can only get them through the mail. And, he, and even uh, a good cor- good chunk of those people who got it through the mail, they got fucked too. But uh, yeah, there's that. Uh, what's next? First person to enter an ancient tomb in centuries finds upgrades to a machine gun. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> uh, or, or the or the fucking the candles are still lit. You know, we've all played a fucking <laughs> tomb, Raider, tomb Raider game. Yeah, but that's that's just standard uh, video game logic. The consoles I owned growing up, according to my mom, Nintendo, 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 and Nintendo. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> It's a uh, it's a common trope, yeah. All mom uh, video games, the moms are Nintendo. Yeah, my mom. But you got two out of four, too. right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, two out of six. What's up next? Uh, so, uh, what's new with the game, EA Sports? Uh, we changed the number on the cover. That'll be sixty dollars, please. <laughs> FIFA. <laughs> fucking FIFA. FIFA. You know, Madden. It's all the fucking same shit. Oh, don't tell that to a Madden fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's all four of them. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> it's fucking it's, it's the RPG from Super Mario RPG. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I don't know. This just tickles me. You showed me one earlier this week. What was it? Uh, it was similar. I forget. Anyway, oh, I on. can't remember what it was. But it was something <laughs> like that. What was next? Uh, yeah, this is an oldie but a goodie. The PS2 game just flat out gave me the most devastating burn it's for a really disturbing image. Flip over the disc, and it's you, you ugly motherfucker. It's you. <laughs> <laughs> That's an oldie but a goodie. Uh, is it it? Oh, trophy hunting before clear the hardest difficulty, spend over 200 hours in story slash MP mode, finish all side <laughs> contents, and achieve 100%. Fail and try again a hundred uh, dozens of times. Uh, Traffic hunting now, and this is true. One out of ten shovelware, diff- uh, shovelware, fifteen minute plat, auto pops, paid out two dollars to earn. This is um, this is true. It's so I mean, true. It's, it's fucking true. yeah. And if you collect trophies and you're the dickhead on the bottom, you hang your head in shame and leave the room <laughs> immediately. All right. Uh, PS5 brought in for HDMI repair. Kid said I pushed my the cable in a little too hard. If you are a fan of The Godfather, they massacred my little boy. I think I, I think that's the quote. I can't remember. <laughs> Look what they've done to my boy. Oh, poor bastard. But anyway, uh, oh yeah, this song was in Tony Hawk's Pro Skater <laughs> <Yeah>. too. <laughs> 
I love this meme. It's a good one. Uh, but, yeah, but anyway. It's an, oh, well, one more. Yeah, they call me 007. Zero kills, zero assists. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I, I'm going to call it James Jordan on this one. So there you go, James. <laughs> oh, guys, uh, you guys in Pal region, get ready. Pal, out the 31st. The third, the thirty first of March, twenty twenty three, Omori is coming your way. Get ready for it. That's March thirty first. Be ready. <laughs> Are they doing the midnight launch? No, I'll, I'd be there if I could be there, but uh, no, I'm NTSC. So anyway, and that's this week's edition of Meme Time. <laughs> uh, anyway, Finn, um, tell. Finn, what, what what do you got to plug for us? I mean, I know you got uh, recently gone really heavy, really hard on this YouTube channel of yours. Uh, what's the uh, where's the address? What's the address? Where can they find you? Where can they see your shit? Um, I mean, you could just search my my name. I try to keep it re- relatively simple. Finn Ravens on YouTube. Um, we also have a um, was it a PlayStation collectors and pickup group on Facebook. I made probably around the same time or no years before like when I was collecting for the PS2 library very heavily um, that's on Facebook. It's called PlayStation collectors and pickups, but um, I'm relatively easy to find. I'm always available. If anyone has questions or wants to show me something unique that they might think I don't have. Um, I am a NTSC. So North American exclusive. I don't really collect PAL or, or Japanese titles, but if you guys got something neat, I'd love to see it. Finn, just so you know, you are the, Outside of the uh, admins and mods, you're the only person in the PS2 Ain't Dead group who has uh, just, uh, what's the word I'm looking at? Carte blanche. You can just post shit and you, you got full permission. Cause, oh, uh, thank P- you. Yeah, the PS2 Dead, it's like 30, 39. We're closing, we're cl- closing on 40,000 members, but you're the only one who can just, uh, it doesn't require post approval. And uh, I, I, I have noticed that. Yeah. Thank yeah, you for that. You, your shit goes straight through. And, uh, uh you're also i see a lot in ps2 collectors of america so shout out to chris Schramm if he's listening or watching um that's where i met you and uh that's where i cut my teeth on this whole fucking collecting <laughs> business but uh yeah so yeah finn ravens find them uh find them on facebook ps2 ain't dead playstation collectors of america and of course playstation collectors uh was it playstation pickups playstation collectors and pickups playstation collectors and pickups forgive me I have a link to my YouTube channel. So, I mean, if you guys find my YouTube channel, you should be linking my own description. All the, the links YouTube, are so. in the description too, guys. So that as well. Check out Finn's page. <laughs> Thank you, Fizz. Finn. Finn, it was a pleasure having you on the um, podcast. All the best of your future PS2 collecting, <laughs> finishing the greatest hits set, as well as all those variants that I'm sure you will discover <laughs> in the future. Um, do we have a little more time or did you want to kind of end it? Oh, I have, no, I have no. two more piles. Um, I know my wife is getting hungry too, so I can't make it too much longer. Um, I didn't even get a chance to go through my favorite (laughs) games of all time on the PS2. um, Minus the ones that we kind of like budgeted in. So I guess I can go over those pretty quickly. Um, We have Big Mother Truckers. That's a fun one. Dude, I bought a haunted copy of that game. (laughs) I should eat not. I've told the story many times, but yeah. Fuck that game. Um, what I have playing on my upper CRT TV is Castlevania Lament, Lament of Innocence. That is my favorite Castlevania of all times. It is just a glorious Castlevania if you guys have never played it. Much better looking than that bullshit on the NES. Anyway, <laughs> continue. 
Um, Dark Watch. It's kind of a horror um, shooter. Why is the glare so bad all of a sudden? <laughs> but um, yeah, if you guys have never played Dark Watch, give that one a go. It is getting a little pricey. I actually have a variant of this one that came bundled in a box that's about three times as thick. Comes with an exclusive T-shirt that's bundled in a cardboard exclusive box. Um, I guess I could grab that real quick. And bundle watch, bundle watch, <laughs> dark watch. What the fuck's a bundle watch? I had dark yeah. watch in my collection for a minute. So you have uh, the front. If you're trying to find this, good luck. I mean, they look identical. You know, you could see the huge difference. It's bundled with a T-shirt on the inside. Everything art-wise is exactly the same, minus the thickness of the the bundle. Yeah. It's basically in between the size of a double and triple. A uh, double packer trilogy or triple. Uh, what size is the shirt? Um, I believe it is a large or an XL. Uh, my my shirt and game inside this is sealed, even though the outer wrapping of this has been removed um, when I got it. So there is that. Then we have, of course, Def Jam Fight for New York. Minus it being kind of an expensive game. As a fighter game, this is very, very fun, and so is Vendetta. Um, as Will was talking Dragon Ball Z, I loved Budokai 3. That oh, was really? probably my favorite of all times. A little bit cheaper, too. So that's it is quite a bit cheaper. Once Budokai you get into the Tenkai EGs, they're just stupid. Um, <clears throat> I remember I went to a – this is probably 2003, 2004. I went to my first you know, major vacation with my family. I think I was like seven or eight years old. Um, played this at an actual arcade, Gauntlet Dark Legacy. This game is fun as hell if you like hack and slash, but kind of a top-down button mashing game. This is a really good game. It's four players. Yeah, I played. I played a lot of that in the arcades back in the day. Yeah, it is. It is a good one. Um, we have my favorite uh, Resident Evil, Code Veronica. This one is the fifth. I believe it's the tenth or no? It's the fifth anniversary edition. Does it say Devil May Cry on the cover? Yeah, so this includes a Devil May Cry bonus disc. And what's really cool is if I show you the bonus disc, that is pretty much what the demo disc looks like. Well, oh, that, demo is, CD. That's cool. that is the very common one. I have a uh, disc variant for this one. If I compare the two. Oh, so they're both demos. Okay, I got you. It is the exact same demo. It is just, well, you can see uh, two different print releases. Uh, the one on top is extremely hard to come by. And I, I probably probably using a little bit too much emphasis on that. Um, maybe one in every 30 listings. You can find it randomly still. But I, I have a feeling these are going to be sought after. I, I know a buddy of mine that has like 20 of these. Jesus. Just, just for you know, like future trades and stuff, because it it is going to be one of those that are like, hey, you're a variant collector. I have something that you don't want to trade and help me out as well. <laughs> so, uh, one of those things. Then we have love Scarface. Scarface: The World Is Yours. Such a great game. If you like GTA, I mean, it's kind of similar, but do you guys get game. the collector's edition over there as well? Um. Trying to think, do we do we have a like a box set? No, so we got a single case one. Oh, the world is yours collectors. That, that's right. 
it comes with like a map, a movie. Yeah, it's pretty cool. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> oh, so you got the big box. Okay, so ours is just the single case. That's yeah, ours movie. ours is a side slip cover. I guess sleeve, yeah. But um, yeah, it comes with a poster, uh, bonus material, bonus um, disc. I think like a deleted extended. Um, I'll just let you guys kind of read it. It's got game walkthrough with the producer commentary. That's pretty yeah. cool. Jesus. <laughs> For some reason, I was thinking this had like a bonus, um, like deleted Jeez. scene from the movie or something. I think I'm, I'm thinking of something else, but um, yeah, this is slip slip cover box set variant. So of course I have that one. It's um, common minus the price. This one is obviously a lot more expensive than just the base game. Um, if you want to play it, greatest hits version is cheap. I love <laughs> the gun cons. Oh the, yeah, the light guns yeah. for the PlayStation Two. I have all the the um, the box sets. There's six exclusive or six box sets. That include gun cons in the PlayStation 2 for the NTSC region. This is my favorite out of the the, the five of them. There's there's uh, one of these that um, the box set includes two light guns instead of one. But um, Time Crisis Three is probably the funnest one. You just yeah. if you ever want to like invite a friend over, bust this out. You guys will have a great night. Now, Finn, uh, question behind yeah. you. You got a widescreen CRT, and this comes up all the time in the PS2 group. So can you just tell me now, does the gun con work on your widescreen um, uh, CRT behind you? It actually does not work on the Sony Wega, which is the one below. Yeah. It does work on my Sony Trinitron, which is above. Um, the Sony Wega is actually probably the last year they made the CRTs for that model. It, I believe that TV came out in 2006. I mean, brand new. I think it was like $2,400. Can't, comes with the stand and everything. Like, it was a very high-end TV. It even has an HDMI port, believe it or not. Oh, yeah. that's oh, cool. You could imagine 2006 and you have an HDMI port in a TV. Yeah, that's, that's unheard awesome. of. Um, there's seven input channels on that. It is crazy, the expandability on that. Um, Great for everything except your light gun games. Unfortunately, it doesn't play. It, it doesn't support the light guns. It's, yeah, just... it's whatever that's um, CRT transitioning um technology was just yeah it just didn't work with it so they were looking for the future they weren't trying to hold stuff from <laughs> <Yeah>. the past <laughs> um i like twisted metal i'm a big fan of the series oh, uh, yes. my favorite one is probably twisted metal 4 on the ps1 oh but twisted metal black holds it on for sure two is my favorite yeah um okay went through all those variants here's a kind of a dungeon crawler that i need to get back into I, I feel like I kind of gave up on this one. It was a little bit on the tougher side. So this is Wizardry, Tale of the Forsaken Lands. It is kind of an expensive one being an Atlas title. But if you like dungeon crawling, kind of grindy RPGs, this would be your game. Um, it is kind of, I think it's, what, is it, what year did this come out? I'm pretty sure this is a, an older title as well. So the controls are pretty simplistic. Um, and then the last one, of course, I'm a big Yu-Gi-Oh fan. Never got into Pokemon, but um... <laughs> yeah, I never played uh, Yu-Gi-Oh. I played I played the crap out of Forbidden Memories on uh, on PS One. Forbidden Memories was is probably my favorite oh, of all time. 
but holy cow, if you want to shoot yourself in the foot with RNG, that is the game to do it with. <laughs> it will screw you I love every the time. speed runs in that because of how much RNG it is. It's got like one of the most famous speed runs. Oh, you've got the card too. Oh, shit. Nice. I have um, three copies oh. of this game because there's, there's two other variants. There is a cover art variant um, where I went over the video, I think, recently or within the last week or two, where the, the Konami logo is inverted or it's like up here on the top. Oh, and then right. like the whole image is just inverted. Um, so I have three copies of the greatest hits and then the ver- black label variant of this. And so I had to have three sets of the cards, which I do. Um, those cards aren't terrible to find, but they I've noticed over the last month they've jumped in price. That's interesting. So on PSP, there's four year games. Um, my friend just recently completed his PSP set, and he's still missing all four of the cards. Like the cards are much rarer than the games themselves. Absolutely. I mean that's that's where the value is. Yeah, a little um, extra shit these. always, a little extra <laughs> shit always gets lost. Shit. I mean, like a sealed copy of Forbidden Memories with like cards. I think that's over a grand, if not Jeez. more. It's it's something stupid. But if you look at base... Yu-Gi-Oh card collecting, it makes sense. You know, there's yeah. thousands of Yu-Gi-Oh collectors out there. I, I I enjoyed the cartoon when it came out. I used to watch it on Just for Kids, whatever the fuck it was on uh, UPNP. Anyway, and uh, I used to go out and just buy card sets. Just so I could fucking enter the code into the fucking video game and get my free card, and uh, I, I still got a couple of card, you know, random cards and random boxes lying around in my fucking boxes of history. But who knows? But uh, yeah, that's uh, I, I, I like Yu-Gi-Oh. It's I like I like Pokemon. I don't know. I guess I like card games. Nah, fuck that. Anyway. I never got into Magic of the Gather, and I know a lot of my friends are into that. I just never got into it, so I have no knowledge of it. It just at this I point, it's like I don't know, them. I don't know, and I kind of don't care to learn it. Unfortunately, if um, you look at Magic, like the Magic video games are pretty underground. Like only people that they? play the card games are really into the video games. But if you look at you know Yu Gi Oh, Pokemon, the cartoons, right? Yeah, they just more really mainstream. got into the mainstream. The Magic, uh, Magic had a couple of digital download games on uh, PS3, if I recall. Um, I tried, but I could never get into them. Oh, excuse me, pardon me. If you're ever interested in like artwork and stuff, Magic has some of the most amazing artwork on some of those cards. All right, hey guys, guys, I think I- we'll call this one a night. We're two hours. Yeah, I'm seven. pretty much set. I've covered everything I wanted to, at least. So. Finn, you absolute pleasure having you on, Finn. Oh, you guys are awesome as well. I was really worried for you, Finn. I thought you were going to be an extra nervous guest, but you fucking pulled this shit off like like a fucking. A little nervous in the beginning, but I mean, like I said, I told you, tell if you were. That was great. I told you this shit wears off after ten minutes. No, it really does. (laughs) Guys, next week we will go back to the normal times. Um, We have. JB Collects coming on the podcast. JB is a collector, reseller, and YouTuber from the UK. He does a series on YouTube that is the $10 game collection, building a collection of Xbox games, starting from $10. It's really interesting. As well as lots of different videos on tips to do with collecting and how to build collections really cheap. So it should be really good to have John on the show. Um, guys, I've been Figsy. We've got Will, Finn. You guys have been awesome, and we'll see you in the next one. Good night, everybody. Take care, everyone.
It's a PlayStation Collector's Podcast PlayStation Collector's Podcast PlayStation Collector's Podcast Welcome to the show It's a PlayStation Collector's Podcast PlayStation Collector's Podcast PlayStation Collector's Podcast Welcome to the show We got Vicky's where we're gonna talk some smack Should I buy this game? Man, oh my dad Got special guest games and these two